gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and start this off saying that uh, you have a, a a free pass. I have a free pass. A free or pass. All of the people. Uh, well, all of the people don't have uh, physical access to me. So okay. right now, this is relevant to you. All right. If you ever catch me mm. retweeting, yeah, cat snuff on my Twitter, you get a free pass to go right upside my head. Oh, uh, okay. Uh huh. Are you familiar with that? That's back in the day when you'd put your hand on someone's back and you'd run it upwards like what? Pow! Yeah, I remember going upside someone's That's head. That's not what I'm confused about. Yeah. If you ever catch me retweeting cat snuff, I'm even little, if it's I'm a little baffled. Even if it's followed by uh, an inquisitive follow up of uh, your your my curiosity or some sort of weird word nonsense mumbo jumbo talk, uh-huh. uh huh. You can go right upside my head. Okay? Uh-huh. All right. What? Randy, no. Are you serious? Randy, no. Are you, are you serious? Why? I don't fucking know. Is it because it's magic? I don't fucking know. There's nothing magic about it. It's a video of a cat and a fucking crab, and the crab kills the cat, and they're getting and they're put into a... I, I didn't see the video. I saw a screenshot, and it's a fucking crab versus cat fight thing. And some shitty Twitter was like, haha, lol, this cat gets murdered. And then Randy's like, for your consideration. And then I, I just, think this. You're, and you're like, you're familiar with the term horny on main? This is, this is a different, but I. No, no, he wouldn't have it all to cap. But, but that's the thing, right? Uh, that's, the, and that's sort of the problem in some ways where you think about like, so when someone has an alt. Where they're like, I'm gonna switch to my alt because this I wanna. Is, this is what I use to shit post. I, I use to shit post. I wanna. I, used to get toxic. I, I yeah. I, I want to flame. Uh, I want to get political. I want to do whatever the do fuck. Do all that creepy sex shit in the no chat room. One, I want to do things that no one really wants to hear because they pretty much follow me because of my other stuff. Yeah. Right. At what point are you at, like retweeting fucking? animal murder as a good idea even on your alt so what's up with that i mean you don't have to go to school for psychology to know that callousness towards adorable animal death is like marker number one for sociopathy i mean right or yeah, psychopathy could, uh, yeah, whichever one wanna, it is you, now yeah you can qualify it with adorable you know, ultimately, it's like anything that's not an insect. Sure, you, you know what I mean. But even then, depends on it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you like, it's... it's ah. Yeah, first sign, first sign, always, always and forever. It's like, yeah. well, huh? You don't care? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, remember, like, remember that time? Remember when we talk about, like, people reacting really weirdly to, like, uh, The Walking Dead's dog scene. Yeah. You know, and people are and being like, so you were cool blowing through all the human yeah. zombies. As, as over, as over, over much, as, as, as overblown some of that is, hey, that's a good sign that you're like a human being. Well, it's like, it, it like, the overreaction <laughs> is, is, is dumb, right? And all of it 
is is in this place of like okay you don't when you, well the, I can I can, but but you but but you understand where it comes I from I can empathize with that is I've seen a hundred million people get shot to death in 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 yeah. video games and stuff but dogs oh it's a perfect yeah, pretty little yeah, dog yeah they built a franchise around it it's called John Wick yeah they did they did <laughs> that, yes. that entire film franchise would not work and be on its third film out this week. By the way, I bet, dude. I bet if it was the wife, it wouldn't hit as hard. No, because that's just like uh, some other shitty old action movie that yeah. we've already seen. Yeah, or really. like Taken was Taken, you know. Yeah. And it's then, all my kids. But, but like at the end of the day, like really, the like John Wick was <laughs> that that capitalized on the audience's fucking like puppy test fear. You know, it a hundred percent does everything that Araki exploits oh it's so bad is what john wick is built on it's the if, foundation for those of you who don't know uh what he's referring to eric the author of jojo's bizarre adventure kills dogs a lot in his manga because he says or cats or cats he says you know what's a good way to show that the bad guy is really bad just have him kill an animal for no reason yeah bam done yeah so you think maybe <laughs> if, if liam neeson went back and it was his his little woofer that got taken then he would use this particular set of skills. I don't think much of the plot of much that more movie effect. would make any sense. <laughs> I think it would be very confusing. You've taken my dog. That first one's pretty good, but they turned to shit. I'm going to hunt you down, you black bastard. <laughs> you hear about that? Oh. He, he, went, he, t- he told oh, the story. Oh, no. <laughs> I did hear about that. I, I went that. looking for a black bastard. I, I remember... <laughs> Hearing about that and assuming it was fake. (laughs) I just assumed it was fake until I came upon it later in the day again. Uh, That was just... (laughs) There's just something about the old school. The old old world phrasing. There's something about... To me, the the most shocking thing is like this is an event that occurred 20, 30 years ago or whatever, Uh right? uh And he's like... I want to tell this story so that everyone can understand that, you know, we can, like, he's yep. doing it from that place. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, everybody has these feelings. And I'm like, no, Liam Neeson. <laughs> They're not. That is not a common feeling. You're coming from a place that is unfortunately not going to be received the way you think it is. This is not. Th- it's like, not going to go over well, He's buddy. like, you know, when a friend of yours gets really badly hurt and you just start going out to murder people of a certain race. When like, you start- no, <laughs> no, Mr. Neeson, I don't. <laughs> I am not familiar with that emotion. When you go looking for a black bastard. <laughs> and the way he tells the story, he's yep, like, he expects yep, everyone yep, to be yep. like, yeah, you know what? I have felt that way. Yep. yep, yep I yep. have felt about one pint away from kicking off the race war. And I do have a particular set of skills. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think, um, and I think any, any, any film where... You know, they do the test and you see like, oh, there originally was like an exploding puppy in that scene. But yeah. we decided to cut that because the audiences got really upset. Yeah. Like John Wick proves that you can show that to an audience. Yeah. As long as the rest of the film is dedicated yeah. to the burning vengeance and crusade. The, and, the, and the fucking In the kid, name of that the fucking kid dog. The that does it is just like the smarmiest fucking... Just, eh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm Theon Greyjoy, I think, or whatever. And I'm, he gets I'm, it in the most, not even the hardest way possible, the most dismissive way possible. Yeah, it's like, now you're done, and we're going to move on that's to the, the thing rest about, of the movie. That's the thing about that, that vengeance moment, too, is it's not the big hard kill, the yeah. big fat kill, excuse me, 
um, from he Sin City. He doesn't get thrown off a building into a thresher or anything Yeah, like and that. he doesn't get ripped apart by four dinosaurs <laughs> like that fucking poor lady that just did oh, nothing to deserve it. That movie, I feel like it has a weird message to say about family that's, like, super dark. Like, you would think... That she were the villain behind yeah. the whole thing, the way she got it. That she let them out. But uh, willingly to see what they would yeah, do oh, to the babies. Oh, yeah. We got the baby farm over on this side. We, we want to see how infants gonna, versus velociraptors put the trail of blood that right from the velociraptor up. cage to the baby cage. No, he doesn't get it like that. He just gets it in the most dismissive way, which is even worse. Isn't it just like pop, pop, and he, he just walks wa- away? He walks up to him <laughs> and... And he start he starts to go into his plead, and he doesn't even get a couple words out before he just blows him away and w- walks on. It's just the most like you don't get anything special. Eat a bullet, you're done. Oh, it's goodness. super cold. I gotta see that third movie. That's it's yeah, probably pretty fresh, good. fresh, hot off the presses, right out there now. Go see it. Don't fucking don't do that. Don't do don't don't fuck with the dude's dog. So all that to say. That if you're a video game developer and or a face of a company of any kind and your general existence on social media. He is the CEO of that company. Which means you call the shots ultimately. And if you're if you're but if you're in a sort of a public facing scenario where you're part personality, part like, you know, corporate entity. Yeah. Just don't maybe assume that people want to check out. Cat snuff? Randy seems like the kind of guy who knows he's going to go to jail. Which, I don't know if any... He's counting the days down? I don't know if there's anything specific on the docket about it, but Randy seems like the kind of guy who's eventually going to go to jail. Or has been, or is affiliated... Every single story that comes out from former employees is like, yeah, Randy is a criminal asshole who steals money from the company and punches people. There's also just the weird non sequitur moments like this. Allegedly. Uh, are you saying basically that, like, Randy is fucking Creed from The Office? He's the old man that just says weird shit? Old that you're man, like, why are you in here? What is up with that? Are you are you are are you growing damp monk monk beans in your? I, th- I think <laughs> I think there's probably a shelf? lot of very talented people at Gearbox who work really hard and then just just count the days since the the amount of time it's been since Randy had to actually talk to them specifically and they try and keep their head down because that man is crazy. God, allegedly. Yeah, well, anyway, um, that happened, and that was really just, what, why, what? Uh, also, I can't believe that didn't find its way to me, that nobody told me. It, it also was double confusing on the level of, like, the, the account he quoted was an account that was just like, lol animals, or something like that. Oh, oh yeah. And it was just a stupid retweet uh, farm of, like... Um, crying emojis and cute animals. Yeah, like I and, follow a bunch of cute animal Twitter. Yeah, basically, and it was just one of those. And they were like, "Ha ha." Yeah, but I guess this was one of those ones where, like, you don't know where they're from or what it's what's up. And then in these moments where they go, "Ha ha, look at the fight," and then the cat dies, you're like, 
oh, this might be like a Russian one, or yeah. you know what I mean? Like you don't quite know. You don't. You, it's all emoji talk, so you don't quite know. And then suddenly the you go, oh, this is from somewhere where life is cheap and fast. Yes, <laughs> and and you didn't quite realize that your audience was uh, not looking the, the robot, for this type the of robot animal video. Correctly scraped the internet for uh, cat videos to steal, and then it found this one, and no one double checked it before it got uploaded. Yeah. Um, um, God, like, like, uh, what the fuck is it called? Like, like, uh, Corgi's Now or whatever it is. Yeah. She, or she, Sheebs, right? I find there's Sheebs every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I follow yeah. Uh, cute animals, uh, round animals. Yeah, yeah. So round just animals are good Twitter. Serbian cute animal vids, <laughs> right? A trustworthy source so for your daily Instagram I, videos I actually of dopamine hits. found out why Serbian film is so fucked up. Are you familiar with you're familiar with Serbian? I'm familiar film. intimately with Serbian film. As you watched it on a thematic level, on a literal, on a subtext, Are metaphorical. You, yeah. So you're and the message that the director was going. So yeah, for. the message the director was apparently going for is that Serbia has no ratings board of any kind, and he made the most fucked up movie ever so that he could go look. Uh, like a kid could just walk into a theater and see this. This is fucking stupid. I mean, there's more than one reason why. Yeah. That's one of them. The others being that the 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 message is ultimately that life in Serbia uh, after the war is such dog shit that the people that are effectively supposed to be running your country are willing and able and uh, aggressively out to fuck you from the moment you're born till the moment you die. And then they keep on fucking you after you die. Little, little bit literal on that. Yes, this is exactly. This is quite literally. So that's what, two thumbs up from Wooly on yep. Serbian film. On a subtext level, absolutely. All right, gets his point across. On a enjoyable movie level. Hey, no, oh. Ooh. Uh, okay. Uh. It's kind of like Annihilation, you know. <laughs> on a subtext level, yeah, you're doing it. You're getting your point across on a literal level. Yikes. Yeah. Now that's what I call fucking yikes, Randy. <laughs> yikes, Randy, why? It's a fucking tweet, a retweet of the entirety of Serbian film. <laughs> Submitted for your consideration. Hey, check out this cool thing I found on the internet. Yeah. So um, right upside the head, starting at the bottom. Pat on the back, right, right underneath you know the what, neck, man? and whap. I think we're good. I don't think this is a necessary uh, allowance, but you know what? Thanks. I would also like to uh, extend the same allowance to you. Mm -hmm. uh, don't think you'll have to actually uh, think about this ever again, mm -hmm. but hey, free pass. Because, mm -hmm. like, the days that I come from, mm -hmm. right... The days of internet that I come internet, from. Yes, the, back in the, the... Many of you internet children don't understand what the internet used to internet. Are the days of... Holy fuck, have you seen this video of this woman? She's now being called the Cat Crusher. Oh, I remember her. And... Didn't she get disappeared? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, cool. You put a video out of you in stilettos destroying a kitten... For, like, fetish purposes? Yeah. Nice. What's that bridge you're standing on? Yeah. Cool. What's that skyscraper in the background? Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Yeah. See you in five. But I believe she did, get, in fact, get <laughs> and, disappeared. Well, it was it was disappeared in the sense that it was voluntarily disappeared. Oh, yeah. Because, effectively, she was tracked to her job. Yeah. Then to her house. 
and then to her parents' place. And it was very much a time to pick up and leave and create a new life thing, mm-hmm. which harassing people is not great. Don't do that. Don't that's do that. that's horrible. That's fucking shitty and terrible. And doxing is awful. And it's just it's 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 not a great thing. I'm not at all saying this is encouraged. However, however, you're, what you are saying is that when bad things happen to bad people, it's hard to feel sympathy for them. It's way harder to feel sympathy. sympathy. Mm-hmm. And providing that you know she didn't meet the same fate in that way the idea of like well at least on a level of you can no longer be the person that does this type of thing anymore because also jail wasn't a thing yeah i don't know why it was right there was no actual repercussion for what she did yeah so then it was like all right mob justice time and mob justice sucks awful but there's something justice is the way is what i'm hearing no The the, the mob knows what it's doing. Sometimes, (laughs) sometimes you just, you don't join the mob. Yeah. But you you, you grab Uh, a seat. Yeah. You grab a seat and you, and you, and you kind of just, you kind of take in what's going on. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Hey, take it from Wooly guys. Sometimes the mob has it right and you just got to take a seat. Okay. Well, anyway, that's the era that I recall. You know, yeah. Um, you know, she didn't go back to playing for the NFL no. after after that. Oh man, that. Yeah, yeah. Hey man, hey. He he did his time. He paid his debt to society. Look at those touchdowns. <laughs> I don't. So I think the saddest thing about what you're talking about. I'm not 100% sure what player you're talking about. And not because I don't follow football, but because there are... Being a professional athlete is essentially a free pass to commit certain crimes. Yeah, and if I were talking about the crime of Galactica phantoming your wife and or girlfriend and or baby mama... Then we would run out the time on this. But I'm, I'm specifically talking about... The dog fighting? The cross-tag dog battle. Okay. <laughs> In which place you only go one way. And and, and the fact that uh, let he, he returned to a very, very good-numbered career leads to people then defending and or being like, hey, man, come on, all right? We're getting we so, get it. We're getting so political today with the football. Is it really political that... That you're a shitty person if you Wooly, fucking I have been told animal murderers are Wooly, shitty people. Is I that have, political? I have been told. Are we drawing a line? Apparently, that includes me laughing. At now, I'm going to go even further out to the the sports, to the college sports, to laughing at the idiots who are like, "Put Paterno's statue back up. He's a hero." Sure, like is is somehow political. It's like, come on, man. Bury the statue in the ocean, you dumb college fucks. Like ultimately, there's a there's an argument to be made that <laughs> that guy Dempsey rolling his girlfriend is ult is like got some serious CTE. Hey man, you know what that means? That means they're aggressive on the field, right? There's some because there's some fucking worse cases that went down that that everybody knows of. You know that don't end nice. Yeah, but. I kind of feel like if you're doing the the the, the King of Iron Dog tournaments in your backyard, that that's is not that that's is not a, that's not impulsive. No, you had moment. to plan. You had to you had to buy some boards. <laughs> like, you had to call some guys. You had to get an announcer in there. Yeah. You had to create like a fucking a, 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 a tournament ladder bracket. 
You know, you have to get some portraits. You have to get some towels. You have to get an announcer. Yeah. Right? Call together friends. You gotta call Jimmy. At the very Tell minimum. Tell him that you're running, a, you're running a racket. At the very minimum, you have to come with some cash and, like, fucking bookie, bookies ready to, yeah. to take the bets. And, you know, you just... There's some planning involved. That's not an impulsive thing where you're like, I'm normal, I'm normal, I'm in an argument, I'm violent, I'm back to normal, mm-hmm. which is what CTE is kind of like. Yeah. This is a very, like, that's not the same thing. No. 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 So... Unless that CTE episode happens to last for multiple days Unless it's of, a brand of new calm form. planning. Yeah. 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 Unless CTE stands for Canine Tournament Extreme. <laughs> Listen, I took a couple knocks to the head. <laughs> I, I, I suffer see from the dogs fight. Michael Vick has CTE. <laughs> Canine Tournament Extreme. <laughs> It's deep in there, bro. I can't get hey, it out. Hey, hey, no one specified. It says right here on the paper. CTE. You didn't. You didn't. It's an acronym. You could be. An, you could be anything. No one's stopping. He's I mean, all sorts of shit. Hey, let's. This is free pass. Free pass. Free pass, and all right. it's caught all the way to the end so, zone. So here's a list of things that we know not to do, according. To the Beast cast. Sorry, the Castle Super Beast cast. Still screwing that up. One, don't hit your significant other. Two, don't organize dog fighting rings. Don't spend meter Three, on it. Uh, <laughs> don't get the blue trail. Don't don't do it. We don't need buttery. We don't need buttery versions. Three, don't <laughs> don't retweet weird animal snuff or you know what snuff. How about, how about this? How about this? An animal getting hurt. Yeah. I Here's, dude, like, I saw a video. I saw, like, three videos of what looked like the same dog. I don't think it is, but it's the same type of dog. It's like a like a husky-looking, like, like woofer getting fucking tricked out of thinking it was picking the right thing. Where it's like, I got, a, I got like, five treats in this hand, and I got one treat in this hand, and whoa, slide a hand, pick one. And it picks the five and it gets nothing. Yeah. Or like two big bowls of food. But this one has one hot dog on it. And this one has a whole bunch of other meats on it. And then it picks the one with the other meats. And then it's you slide it forward. And the other meats are just like a sticker. Yeah. And you peel it off and it's just a normal bowl. And the dog gives you that, are you fucking kidding me look? Dude, I, no. You know what? That's hilarious. Trick- right. Tricking your animal or, and being like, haha, you're stupid. And then petting them and then giving them the food or is they, the best. Or they toss, they toss it a little treat. And it comes in the room, they toss it a treat, and it bites it, and then, like, kind of walks away. And then they all pull out, like, a, a giant gourmet tray and put it on the table, and they're like, okay, we were hiding the food correctly. And then they look back over, and the dog's just looking in the room like, you motherfuckers. Like, that shit, that feels bad enough. No. Right? No, that's hilarious. I'm, I'm that, that feels that, that feels like you're tricking something that couldn't possibly get the better of it. It's, dude, that's hilarious. You ever trick a dumb person? But they never you ever end, do it? But they never end the video where they get the boat they get both anyway. They never end the video. That dog stares at the cupcakes and he never gets Oh, that oh, that poor dog with the cupcakes. You never find out if he gets those cupcakes he or does, not. He doesn't get the cupcakes. But that's what I'm saying. He's not allowed to get the cupcakes. Of course not. You can't feed dogs cupcakes. But that's so that's what you know what I mean? And you're just like that's just mean. So that's already skirting a line for me, much less getting into actual pain, much less getting into fucking clip, clip, snip. You know? Come on. I don't know. What about that blanket shit? 
the where you you put the blanket up and the and you disappear and the dog goes nuts. Yeah, it's hilarious because they're like, oh, you disappeared. Oh yeah, that's that's funny. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And you're not. I mean, ultimately, it's like that's just that a moment of confusion is fine. Uh, a, a complete bamboozling. Yeah. Of treats, oh man, or denial of pets. Fuck I'm gonna you, Game plug of a, like a, a relatively obscure video on the internet, which is smart wiener dog versus dumb wiener dog. It is a tiny perimeter made out of what appears to be coke cans, just coke cans, like I don't know, six inches tall, whatever. You put the dumb wiener dog in, trapped forever, forever can't. Yeah, just can't. Oh my god, they have to open up a little path and then mm-hmm. it will waddle mm-hmm. out. Smart wiener dog, pop that thing down, just jumps out in one second. Yeah. Just instantly. Yeah. Animals have wildly varying intelligence. See, but then here's the other problem, okay? Uh, Love that video. So, like, then you see a video of this dog that has to walk backwards through doors. Oh, yeah. Because it's smashed into a fucking glass, and it's now just terrified of that. And I've seen this saran wrap, like, pranks or whatever. Yeah. But, like... That kind of thing. It just takes one experience of like, what the fuck just happened to me? Life is not what I thought it is. Do- Reprogram everything. Yeah, dogs that that won't go through open doors because the frame is there is goofy to me. So you know, they don't want to boop their head on the glass, but there's yeah. no glass, doggo. Yeah, yeah. So it just that's that's the I just you know that's it. I just I remember that era where someone would have the fucking balls or sociopathy yeah. to think that other people were in huh. and thought this would be cool too. Look how fun it is that well, I'm doing this. the problem is that some people are in. Yeah. Yeah, clearly when a bunch of soldiers are out in whatever country going hoorah and then grabbing a puppy and tossing it off a bridge. Yeah. And you're like, hey. Well, you're going all greatest hits today. I really, because they're coming to mind. Yeah. Because these are the ones that made an impact and had a big deal. That was really old. That's like 10 years ago. That's the era. Yeah. And then you go, who the fuck were those guys? Okay, well, not anymore. <laughs> you know? And that's the kind of like feelings that people had whenever these things would mm-hmm. happen. Because um, it's, it's just like. Good it was, thing not to do. And it was also, maybe it was before people, fig- maybe it was before the algorithms figured out that like outrage clicks were a thing. Mm. Because those things would spread like fucking wildfire. Because it's like, do you want to feel super upset and and like mad today and direct it at a clear and obvious target mm-hmm. with no possible justifiable explanation whatsoever? Mm-hmm. Here you go. You know? And uh, There's no complicated moral dilemma here. No. You just get to go bad person, bad. Done. End of story. There's there's no two, three, four, five, six. There's nothing else to say, especially when you bring it up to the laughter with the sound effects or whatever the fuck you get out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Seems like Randy did a really good job making everyone really happy. Are there any cute animals in Borderlands? There's Claptrap, which is a kind of a cute animal. It's a robot. Yeah, but there's no, like... He's been revoiced, and Randy allegedly attacked his former voice actor. Yeah, but, but there's no, there's no, like, uh, 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 fucking, like... No, there's no animal mascot. Okay. The animal mascot is the robot. Okay. There's no pet shop or, no. or Iggy or... No. Okay. Well... It's a bunch of monsters. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. What, uh... What did you do this week? All right, so my week's been really boring. I started watching Band of Brothers again for funsies, and I just found out, I guess it's Memorial Day, so I guess that's appropriate. Bob. That's, a, that's a great TV show. 
And of note, upon rewatching it again, I have to say, did you get your DVD boxes out? I have my DVD boxes, but I uh, I got better versions somehow um, for convenience. Um, I don't know, I don't know where that DVD set is, uh, but. What's the guy's name who plays the Ross in the Friends? Uh, David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer? Man. <laughs> he is a great actor. You ever seen Band of Brothers? Uh, I've seen episodes. He plays the most loathsome, contemptible fuck CEO. Just annoying, smarmy, smug-ass prick motherfucker in the world. He swims it up? Yeah. And it's just like, just roiling vicious hatred for this asshole and there's part of it that i think of and it's like this is accounts based on real stories whether or not this person is a direct amount like person uh david sobel or whether or not he is an amalgamation of various people of like this behavior is real and did happen and oh my god he's such an asshole so he's Ross. Yes. Okay. What if Ross was in the military? Okay. And not a pussy. And a commanding officer. Yeah. Okay. Just, oh, so awful. Uh, the rest of the week, uh, playing a bunch of games that you I've already talked about. Plague Tale continues to be fucking awesome. Amazing. Great. Uh, you should play that. Everybody should play that. It's great. Indie success. Can I, I'm going to take a peek just to I, see. I thought it was a new game from a, from a brand new company. It is not. It is by the guys who made Fuel. Fuel. Yes, the racing game. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, played more Hat in Time. I don't have much to say other than that game is adorable. And I think... Cute I, mascot. I think it controls better than Mario Odyssey. Like, I think I like the feel of it better than Mario Odyssey. Well, it looks more like a Rare than it does a, a Nintendo. It's just a little looser. Like, there's a little more... A little less inertia. And I like it. Hmm. Uh, but by far the most interesting thing that I did this week, which unfortunately parts of it will bore you to tears, Wolves, is I watched that uh, Final Fantasy XIV live letter, Yoshi which P. I streamed, which ended up being like six hours long. Yoshi no, P. Yoshi P, yes. Yep. You familiar with Yoshi P? He's the, he's the guy. Mm -hmm. Have you seen the screenshots of him dying? In in the fucking stream, I heard and clawing his face. I heard lots of people basically going, "Mag, poor Yoshi P." <clears throat> so here's why, poor Yoshi P. So stream starts up half hour early, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, they're in uh, San Francisco. They're doing a media tour to show off the new expansion. All right, start off a half hour early. They usually do this. So that, okay, we're going to test the sound. Can you hear my microphone? Everyone in chat goes, yeah, you hear your microphone. Uh, can you hear the game? No. Okay. Half hour passes. It is now time to start the stream. Uh, the translator lady and Yoshi P sit down as well. Can you can you hear the No. And this is where the fun starts. At about the 40 minute mark, you can hear... Uh, I think it's uh, what's his people calling him Tony the intern is like running in front of the camera to start clicking things on the computer they have in front of them and testing the windows noise and then they're going to a break screen and you can hear cables being unplugged you can hear like that that pop noise of of inputs being reinserted and then 
every now and then you tune back in and it is a max volume windows tone looped at like ear blasting volume or screaming static or just the worst and then every time they come they come back and go, okay guys we we restart everything can you hear the game no no, you can't. Did you notice if there were people in the chat using hold on, big hold on? Uh, there were 70,000 people watching this, so I did not see that. But that was the joke hitting me on Twitter, is that my technical issues infected them. Um, it got so bad that the solution they used for the first, like, two hours was they figured out how to play the sound through the TV they were looking at and were just letting their lapel mics pick it up. And then they're like, okay, guys, we know what you've all been waiting for. We're going to show you the job actions trailer, which is all the new fancy moves every single class is going to get. It's a 15-minute long trailer. It's amazingly edited. It has great transitions. It has three or four great pieces of music in it. It's so slick. And they hit that play button, and there's no goddamn sound in the fucking video feed either. To which they were supposed to take an intermission. They come back. Oh, guys, we're so sorry. Hey, we're working on it. It took about two and a half hours. For them to be live fixing this to actually get it working, in which they finally did. Which leads to probably my favorite explanation from a live development studio, like during a live stream. Yoshi P is sitting there, like hands over his face, or clawing at his face, or just looking into, into the distance, right? He's he's sick at this point. Like he's ill at the at the event. He's working on the game at the event. He's doing 21 interviews and whatnot. And he sits down for this four-hour chunk, and he's now an hour and a half in and nothing's happened. And the translator and uh the other guy, I forget his name, Fox something, say, Oh, don't worry, guys. Yoshi P's not angry. It's just his face always looks like that. He's not angry at all. No one in the world believes that shit. He sit and, and they were and they were calling it out on stream. Yes, they were telling you, "Don't worry, guys. He's he's not he's not mad. He's he's you know he's just tired." And it's like that's bullshit. You're looking at his face and you're looking at the the stare in his eyes, and it's that feeling. You remember what Miyamoto's face looked like? He's very when, upset. When, when the Skyward Sword demo just fucking fell apart on on stage. <laughs> that fucking... I'm sm- I'm like, ha ha, I'm going to kill someone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Professionalism, especially as an icon, in many cases for like a Japanese uh, uh, icon, yeah. means that like you can at worst hit a five. Yeah. You cannot go below a five. So he was very, very <laughs> far below a five. Glass shattering. And this is on top of uh, the last thing that they did, which was the Japanese uh, fan fest. When he went on stage, the, the, everyone was mic'd up wrong. 
Like it's every time you you tune into a Final Fantasy stream right. of some kind now, it's shit's falling apart. It's falling the fuck apart. Uh, after all that shit got solved, though, everything they showed was everything. So how, let me put it this way: there were leaks that came out beforehand with some, "Hey, this this job's gonna get this. This job's gonna get this." Most people didn't believe them. Because they were literally too cool to be true. They were like, they were, I don't know what the equivalent, uh, it reminds me of when th- there were rumors like, hey man, Ryu's going to get the fucking Shinshore Yukin in Super, right? And you're like, oh, I wish, but he's probably not because that would be too cool, right? It's that, right? So, I, like, right off the bat, the only thing I'm going to talk about of specific mechanical thing here, because I don't want to pour poor Wooly to tears, is that my class, the Dark Knight, gets to summon a stand. I'm dead serious. You summon a fucking shadow clone of yourself that you fight to... Oh, you're just on your... Fo- oh, man. I'm just I'm just checking. Oh, man. I'm just checking. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, no, everybody gets everything that they wanted. Summoners get a Phoenix summon... Uh, he, white mages finally have something to do with that lily. Everyone is happy. Everything is great. But more interesting than that is, uh, this has reinvigorated my desire to play the game, so I've been leveling up new characters. And the servers have queues now. There are so many people coming back to the game or starting up the game that the servers have login queues again prior to the expansion. And more than that is that uh, when you're a new player in that game, under 100 hours or something, you get a little green sprout next to your name to show that you're a newbie. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Almost every single time I run anything, I get a, a notification that says, Hey, there's somebody who's never done this dungeon before. So the update brought in new players? The, up, the, the update is bringing in a shit ton of new players. In fact, they just announced, Hey, we're up to 16 million registered accounts. Why is that? Like, who's going out and pers- like purchasing FF14 for the first time right now? People who saw that trailer and went, oh, wow, that's really cool. Huh. So, for example, um, let me give you a really good example here. For whatever reason, artists are weak to this. As uh, Mothman, Fabracini, Aogard, all them, all messaged me and were like, so yeah, I got in, and this is I got in because I saw you flipping your shit on the live letter, and now I'm playing it. It seems pretty fun. It's about the basically how do I put this? This is a this is a genre that needs evangelizers. Fighting games are kind of the same way, where no one sees a fighting game unless it's part of a big franchise like Dragon Ball, and goes, "Yeah, now's the time to get into fighting games." No, they know that guy. The guy who's always into fighting games, and they see them particularly going nuts about this one. But isn't isn't MMOs more so like about pulling someone away from WoW? No, because isn't it like if WoW's you're into MMOs, then for you're a long time. If you're into MMOs, then you're into like the big one, yeah, and or the crazy Eve one. That's and then it's about if you're okay. into fighting games, you're into. Street Fighter or anime is basically what you're saying, and okay. that's why no new people get in. Okay. The, the 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 people that are interested in MMOs overall is actually a lot higher than you would think, but they either bounce off or play WoW and don't like it, 
or and what's happening right now they're what is called wow refugees which there are a lot of which oh is yeah Tekken just, is full of street fighter refugees yeah. what's the most popular mmorpg right now it's wow still okay second uh, place second place is be 14 okay uh it's really frustrating because i think you remember back i don't know eight nine years ago when every mmo would say this is our concurrent player number this is our number of live accounts and that Pretty much stopped when World of Warcraft said, hey, we have 11 million subs right now. Because no one's ever going to beat that. And then they changed to the metric of, this is how many players have played the game. So FF14 says, there's 14, uh, sorry, 16 million players. Haha. It's like, how many are playing, though? Mm -hmm. And the answer is somewhere around probably 600,000. Yeah, the word active is the real yeah. stat. Uh, but just seeing just this massive explosion in regards to that train wreck of a fucking live letter is encouraging. I feel like um, someone that I... There's someone I speak to online that, that like is uh, like in and out. And it feels like every now and then one of these things pops up and then it's like, okay, come back in. back in. And then you fade out. So the, and, and the smartest just kind of like thing ride they the ever wave. did with 14 is that the way they've decided it with the patch cycle is you have your expansion. Then every three to five months you have a patch, which includes new shit. And every every even-numbered patch is new stuff to like vertical progression. And every odd-numbered patch is for catching up. Like, it becomes trivial to catch up to that one. The way that they... And, like, when you roll over on the even number patch, it be, like, the old stuff... The, the old good shit becomes the new bad shit, and it goes up a level. Is they've just straight up designed it and go, Okay, we know you're gonna quit your sub. You're gonna lapse for six months. You're gonna lapse for a year. Then you'll come back, and mm -hmm. you'll catch up. And and that's fine. Like, they even they've even said that out loud on the dev stream, which is wild to me that an MMO developer would go, yeah, we understand if you just leave the game for six months. Because mm -hmm. that's money out of their pocket, right? But it leads to a lot of people, like the, the player count explodes when the expansion comes out. And then six months from now, it'll be much, much lower. But this is the this is the biggest I've ever seen it explode before the expansion even comes out. This is people going... I want to get a character up there so that I can see this cool ass shit as soon as it, uh, uh, fucking May, and sorry, June 28th rolls around. If you stop subbing, is there a countdown before your shit gets wiped? No, never. Uh, never. Oh my god, people will go nuts. I imagine, yeah. You need uh, to keep that shit forever so that people won't feel the need to resub. Okay. Did you play Guild Wars 2? I did. Okay. That was the game I explained to you, the buy-to-play concept. Yes, where it's a completely separate version of this, where you actually purchase the game once. Yes. Um, you and, buy it, and then you play it. Right. So, now that we're this far out, and I think they would sell expansions, too, right? Yep. They'd sell expansions. But, like, how do they make money without that sub-model now that we're so far out? Um, is it just through selling in-game? So, uh, like? you, you, have your, you have your two models, which is... Your uh, traditional sub MMO, right? Sorry, three models. 
You have your traditional sub MMO, right? You have, hey, Final Fantasy and WoW, pay us thirteen to sixteen dollars a month USD. You get a discount on it if you buy a year or whatever, right? Then you have uh, your uh, your buy to play. Sorry, four models, Christ. Which is then supplemented by your cash shop with your mini buys. Mm-hmm. Then you have your straight up free to play, which is all mini buys, right? And then you have I don't even know what to call it. I guess subscription optional. Which is, it is buy to play, but you can subscribe for 15 a month, and you'll get a bunch of mini buy currency and bonuses, mm-hmm. which Star Trek Online and uh, 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 Elder Scrolls Online do that. Where, hey man, you, it's totally free to play. Uh, KOTOR does that as well. But, do you actually want infinite bag space or all these perks right and you're gonna kick in that sub so you can like basically warframe it or like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like give two tiers of players type yeah. of thing yeah okay okay and then there's warframe which is uh is, is the pure free to play with the with the mini buys and i guess it counts because it's a weird i don't know what the fuck that game is anymore that's a weird fucking game but yes everybody excited for ff14 a shocking amount of people that I didn't know were into it suddenly became into it. And we're like, yeah, hey, I'm having a good time. Yeah. It was a really fun time to see Mothman streaming it and then realize that he's on my server so that I could go stand next to him, but like directly behind him, like two inches from his back of his head and do stupid, stupid shit in the background of his stream. I saw him say that he pretty much subs for the story. That's fine. A lot of people do. That's why the patch the the patch months are the months with the highest player count. It's got a really good story. Hmm. Uh, get stands. Oh, speaking of stands, actually, mm-hmm. I know you saw it. I didn't. You didn't. No, I have I've had a busy week uh uh where I had did not get to watch this week's JoJo. It's uh I heard it's 30 seconds. It's 32 seconds. Good. Good. That's about 7 pages and, except uh, not. <laughs> and 7 um, pages is or 12 pages should definitely be uh a lot uh longer than that. But So 3 uh, pages yeah. for Steely Dan was 14 seconds. Mm-hmm. And uh double that which would be 28. Yep. Plus a little. So, you know what? Uh, according to the anime rules, it's pretty it's pretty on point. <laughs> um once again, hilariously, uh language is genetic. Mhm. <laughs> and big kudos to uh Jordo's voice actor <laughs> for doing a really hard job with that performance cool okay there are some real long takes in that thing okay that i definitely know i don't have the lung capacity or vocal skill to do uh awesome i have high hopes because it's the coolest part of part five yeah it's it's literally the one highlight thing that i people were telling me because i can't read japanese so i'll have to take their word for it yeah. That in the credits, 
Oh my god. Do I watch it with my girl when we have when she has time we'll watch it together. Yeah. That's why I have like that, it's it's not that, just my schedule. That in the yeah, credits we'll it. it is shown that it was in fact a completely different animation team mm-hmm. called the Muda team. Oh, that's awesome. That's really cool. <laughs> that's wild. Because you look at it and just about as much money went into this 32 second clip than the rest of the episode. Than the whole rest of the episode. Yeah. Okay. It's the it's what the it's the part it's the thing it's the it's the part five thing yeah and I have no problem telling anybody that quite for it is downhill from here yeah if you're if you don't know what happens in the future of JoJo and this is all new to you while you're watching the show week to week this is the highlight and then you're just gonna ride it out from here yeah that dude's a jerk yeah he's a jerk established yeah uh, I'll get to it when right. uh, when we get a chance well that's pretty much it for me. If you want to check out uh, my stuff that I do during the week, I'll be doing uh, Yakuza, Plague Tale, and uh, Hat in Time this week. That's over at twitch.tv slash angriestpat. No, it's not. No, eh, I don't. Th- I think it's the coolest thing in part five. I, you can disagree with me. That's fine. I don't think anything that happens after this point surpasses that point. I think there's two other really awesome things that ha- that occur but i don't think they actually surpass that of the 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 punch fest i'll debate that i don't care you can disagree i think most of the people going what the hell i think you're talking about jojo in general not just part five. Oh well then they're just not listening properly i know <laughs> that's how uh, it is that is how it is people don't listen so oh hey play ff14 it's a good game you can ask me for tips on Twitter. It's at Angriest Pat as well. Yeah, I, I I feel like I've repeated till I'm blue in the face that Steel Ball Run is the greatest thing. You have. So, what? Anyway, a lot of people. Hey, speaking of things, let's take a quick word from our sponsors. Let's do that. Haven't said that in a minute. Yeah, I haven't said that in a minute. Yeah. What sponsors do we have this week, Willie? This week, Castle Super Beast is sponsored by DoorDash. DoorDash? DoorDash. Oh, they give you food, do they not? Hey, they bring it straight to your door. They dash to your door, and they bring the food. That's correct. I really genuinely thought it was a really interesting idea to make a, a carless food delivery service. <laughs> they tap forward, 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 forward. Just like, listen, man. All the we way. We hire some buff, lanky people. <laughs> And they just sprint in full 60 frames per second. And they got to hold it like kind of even. So they got to be actually moving their arm up. No, that's not what they do. Okay. What do they actually do? Well, what they actually do is if you are having a long day at work, tough day at school, if you're stuck at the office and you want a treat from your favorite restaurants, then uh, you want to look into DoorDash, right? If you're not in the mood to to deal with the cooking, if you're not, I know I'm often not in that mood. If you're not in the mood to, uh, you know, make stuff that is not going to taste as good as your favorite places. Uh, listen, everybody who listens to this podcast knows I'm an accomplished chef. However, sometimes I just don't have the time <laughs> yeah. to cook up that risotto. So when it's dinner time and you just want to get it and you want to get it right right away, you want to hook up with DoorDash. Uh, it connects you to your favorite restaurants in the city. Ordering's easy. You just use the DoorDash app and choose what you want to eat, and the Dash will bring it to you anywhere you are. 
not only that, but uh, it's got that burger place you love. It's got uh, over 300,000 other amazing restaurants. That's a lot. That's a whole lot of restaurants on your registry. That's crazy. They connect you with door-to-door delivery in over 3,300 3, cities in all 50 states and Canada. Yeah, Canada's in there. We're absolutely in there. Yeah. So you can order from your local go-tos. You can choose from chains like Chipotle, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A. Dude, Ch- I would fucking... Oh, I want a Wendy's delivered to me so bad. Yeah, yeah. There's only the one Wendy's in town. It's way out there. I I would abuse Cheesecake Factory delivery, quite frankly. That's not... You can't... They de- geez, you can't that's, do that. That's bad. That's a, that's a bad That's path. wild. I would go nuts ordering from that. So don't worry about dinner. Let the dinner come to you with DoorDash. So uh, right now, listeners of this podcast can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code SUPERBEAST. SUPERBEAST. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app from the App Store and enter the promo code SUPERBEAST. Hell yeah. Again, that's promo code SUPERBEAST for $5 off your first order from DoorDash. Thank you, DoorDash. Thank you, DoorDash. Very appreciate it. And and the podcast this week is also <gasps> sponsored by Away. Away? First class luggage at a coach price. Oh, I remember these guys. You should. You know why? Because they do good luggage. They do. Like, okay. Like, all, all premises aside, quite literally the best suitcase I own. Mm-hmm. And, like, the Away luggage... Is 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 been my go to for every trip I've taken because you got one the hard the the uh, the phone charger the USB yeah connected right in the slot it sits right there you don't have to fight to get to the outlet at the airport doesn't matter where you sit you've got a fully charged ready to 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 uh, power your devices charger right in there you've got a luggage bag inside you've got perfect like dividers good space fits into the carry on. Fantastic! Straight up, the best piece of luggage I own. It's I been amazing. Honestly, get one. It's been it's been uh, uh, invaluable uh, in recent trips, and it's got high quality materials at a much lower price compared to other brands. Cutting out the middleman, selling directly to you. Uh, you've got nine colors and four sizes with a carry on, a bigger carry on, the medium or the large for big big trips. Yeah, they're made with German polycarbonate, unrivaled strength. That's that's like German polycarbonate. Germans always make good stuff. Strong. Um, and of course, you've got the 360 degree spinner wheels. Yeah, super smooth, pushing that through the airport, no problem. I think one of the worst experiences I've ever had at an airport was having some piece of shit luggage that one of the wheels just started to go eh, like a yep. shopping cart. Yep. It's like, oh my god, I'm none of that. Deal with this for a week. None of that. Uh, TSA approved combination lock built into the top. Really? Yep. Wow, okay. Uh, it's got the straps on the uh, um, patent-pending compression pat straps on the inside that, like, hold your junk down yeah. for extra space in there when you need it. It's, it's super, super handy. It's a pretty ingenious piece of luggage. So um, you've got a lifetime warranty. If anything breaks, they'll fix and replace it for you for life. And you've got a 100-day trial. Live with it. Travel with it. Do whatever you need to do. See if you like it. And if you don't, you get a full refund, no questions asked. Which 100 is, days seems pretty confident. It's crazy. Crazy amount of time to try out your stuff. But you can take it on a couple trips, see how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. Free shipping on any away order 
within the lower 48 states. Um, so, uh, what you want to do to take advantage of that... How would I take advantage of this? ...is uh, for $20 off a suitcase, mm. visit awaytravel.com slash beast. Beast. And use the promo code beast, beast. during checkout. That's awaytravel.com slash beast. With the promo code BEAST during checkout for $20 <laughs> off a suitcase. This is fun to do. I like it. It is. Yeah. And it's nice to have our own. Yes. Thank you, Away. Thanks, Away. And away we go. Ha! Back to the weeks. Hey, man, what up? Hey, so. Hey. I had. Uh, it's weird to say like I had a busy week but an uneventful week. Yeah, I know. Right? Because Errands, in the, I whatever. had a week of doing a lot of shit that involved not watching or playing things. So really anything of interest. It's like, oh, you know, I fixed the trash thing and then I uh, yeah, went you know, to the Canadian tire and and got that new garbage can. Uh, you, you know and and, and I saw some people, did some brunches, whatever ultimately, yeah. but um in terms of stuff that I did do I started the third birthday. I saw the third birthday. How's that shit? Well, no one told me. Mm. I mean, a lot of people said a lot of things, but at no point was I made aware that this game is not Parasite Eve 3, the third birthday, or even Parasite Eve, the third birthday. No, it's... it's this game is... The third birthday. That's right. And it shows... Featuring Parasite Eve, I guess. Not even. Not even. Because so far, the word mitochondria has not been uttered. Yeah. Not even a fart in the wind. This is basically legally distinct. And almost feels like another game got skinned out... Um. Dinosaur Planet style. Yeah. To have Aya Brea's on it. Breakowski is is gone. And what we have now is uh, My clothes are getting all ripped uh, off. Uh, uh, like straight up It's the worst, dude. The uh, So Let me let me take you back in time to being a Square fan or Square Night, whatever. This was a disaster. Ten made years after two. Made people very upset. This was what made people afeard of Final Fantasy thirteen. Yeah. And the descriptions of, I love lightning. Yeah. Because this is Toriyama over at Square. Going to, went to look at the credits on this shit, and it was absolutely the new age FF team the f- running Final the whole th- running game. the whole show. And it's like, mm, 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 no. It's just like when you take. You remember that kerfuffle with Tomb Raider? Where some jackass getting interviewed was like, we made it so that you really want to protect Lara. And that came off like kind of creepy. But like, I got, I kind of get it, I guess. This, that whole era of Square was just like, 
We want you to love the woman like it, she is a person. Yes. And she will marry you. Yeah. And, and oh no, her clothes fell off. So the, the vibe that it gives off is I married very, her. Yeah. It, you know, it's very <laughs> much, uh, like we want you to play the character and do the video gaming. But it shouldn't feel like you're playing her as much as you're protecting her with her own hands. Yes. <laughs> you know, you're the, you're you the are, guiding invisible spirit protecting her. It feels like while she's possessing Ugh. other people and she's jumping into soldiers' bodies and shit. It's fucking weird, dude. And boy, does it like. It, it, like, it I, killed that fucking franchise. Oh, absolutely. Dead. Absolutely. And, and, you know, but the, the sad, the, the, the funny and sad part is that. Because of its name and because it was a a, a portable spinoff, this Dirge of Cerberus type thing yeah. could have easily just been ignored for a game that came out called Parasite Eve 3. Yeah. It would have been so super it's simple. It's just like, there is a Dino Crisis 3, but it's in fucking space, and it came out on the Xbox original. So I bet you they we could just all ignore all that shit and just do a Dino Crisis. Who gives a shit? And it feels like um, part of this as well, it's not too clear, but at least up to this point uh, in playing it, might have something to do with the original author not being involved at all with this third game. I don't believe they were involved with the second one, but they were still working off of the ideas from the first. So with his non-involvement, there's possibly like legal ramifications for the name. It's... They own the character. It's weird because, like, like I'll like Final Fan. Uh, sorry, Parasite Eve was made by the same people who made Final Fantasy VII. Same director, like Nomura's on that cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sakaguchi's on that cast. Mm-hmm. He designed. Par- he designed Boyfriend FF Reject Kyle Madigan. Parasite Eve Two was originally not supposed to star uh, Abrea. It was supposed to be Kyle Madigan's story. Which he then got repurposed into the side character role. He looks like such a, a fucking FF pro tag. Yeah, because he's designed by Tetsuya Nomura. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait, he's designed by a different guy, and then they brought in Tetsuya Nomura later. Well, he got credit. Everything for I it. get wrong, just go check out Sphere Hunter's video. But uh, yeah, but the novel was. This is one of those things where it's like the game source material was tied to another non-Square-owned property. It's fascinating because it's like every game gets further from the source material and involves different people making it. I mean, Aya herself, right? Versus the original uh, uh, novel story about about Eve and the twins. I I believe the only character that actually transfers over is Maida. Like, so, he's a character in the books. Yeah, so it, it, it always was straying, but, like, at this point, it feels like they completely just went, nah, waifu shit. Own, yeah, um, so we're going to see where that goes, but like, uh, riding the, alongside Min on that as... Uh, does he, he really like that game? Yeah, it was his favorite, and, like, he's got his reasons, and we you know talk... You you're we, supposed to say no we, judgments here? Yeah. <laughs> Big judgments. We talk about exact about Big all of that. Judgment. You know, in particular, the gameplay, the the genre shift into a into a, again a game that feels like it was skinned to become this after it was originally just a soldier siphon filter yeah. type thing. Um, it it feels very very clear, but like he likes the behind the shoulder more yeah. run and gun action thing. A lot of the spells are gone. You don't have any casting anymore. You just have these 
uh, procs. Yeah. You know, which are, and just combat modifiers. Sounds great. As opposed to like actual like FF style spells that were kind of cool. Man, it's, it fucking bums me out. Because Parasite Eve and Vagrant Story are the only two games I'm aware of that use that battle system at all, and that battle system kicks ass. Well, the, you, you hit the button in the grid, you know, the, the sphere yeah, comes up. Uh, back then, you know. It's the shit. Not anymore. You would probably, you would probably like Hybrid Heaven, but uh-huh. I don't know for sure. I'm not, I've heard of it, but I'm not super Hybrid familiar. Heaven is a game where when you get into combat, in 3D, uh, almost like a chessboard of like squares appear, yeah, and you can step onto each of them, and you can walk, step away, step forward, whatever, and uh, you can basically initiate moves within a certain range of squares. Okay, and then once you're within a certain range of squares, you can sounds pop. like a strategy RPG, uh, but it's not turn based, right? Oh, whoa, okay, it's active. That's odd. And then you pause, and you pause in the moment that you're going to do a move, and then select your. Grab, That's very odd. Your group, yeah. So the game, so you're in within grab range, and you go to pick grab, and then you take an attempt, and you pick what you want from the list. Huh. Yeah, it's quite wild, but I really enjoyed uh, what they had going on, and like, there's even a multiplayer setup for it, so it's it's pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, this just kind of goes full on run and gun, and there's definitely something. I mean, of all the things lost in the third birthday. One of the ones that you don't really, it's not at the forefront of your mind, but the feeling of running into a hallway in one or two and you're like, fuck, there's these two big shitty monsters right there. And I know they're there. They're going to take a lot of ammo to deal with. But once they're dealt with, they're gone. Yeah. And the color on the map changes. And I can now use this room at my leisure. Mm -hmm. Um and you were afraid to run into them, and then you'd run back sometimes, and then the camera would be like, uh-oh, now it's a tighter shot. It's scarier because yeah. I'm at Aya's back. Um, now you're in a room, and just monsters are spawning out of the air, out of a portal. Oh. And just attacking you until, until the, 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 the uh, whatchamacallit, the, the, not phase, um, the wave yeah. is done, you know? Basically, and it's like, oh, That's wave exciting. of, and then they drop down, you shoot a bunch, and then they drop dead and disappear. And you're like, well, I don't care about these monsters. Not that I cared about them. Like, the other monsters. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, right? You In Parasite Eve 1, you watch the rat fucking morph and pop and turn into this big gross thing. And then you were dealing with those gross things later on. And then, like, almost each of these things would have, like, an introduction and then a placement as a hurdle in an area on the map that you needed to deal with. They were given special consideration and significance. Uh, we've encountered maybe five or six types of monsters, and I don't even... I can barely they, tell what their patterns are or what they do or what they look like. Are they evil? Well, some of them have legs and they jump at you, and other uh-huh. ones float and shoot at you. And then there's others that do both. This sounds so good. And you're just fucking shooting them, and it doesn't even matter what they do, you know? And, and uh... The bosses are more involved, certainly, but it just genericizes fucking everything, dude. And then this whole soldier body switch thing, I don't know what's going on with it. This is wild. Mitochondria. This is wild, and holy shit, do I feel bad for people that were waiting as long as they did to hear about this, to get this, and then effectively, like, to hear as well that it was originally a mobile-only game that they decided... To upport to Vita, uh, yeah, this uh, to was PSP? supposed to be like a before crisis. That shit's crazy. Like you can see and feel the simplicity of the gameplay now, like after the fact. But like thinking that this would be an acceptable way direction to go in 
for people that liked those first two is just that's really upsetting. I I remember writing the game off when I heard about the fucking battle damage mechanic. It's like a primary mechanic, you and it was like, and was like, you spend BP to heal your clothes or to buy new upgrades and ex- uh, for your experience and your and your casts, and like so far there's no advantage or there's nothing you gain from re- from. Healing your battle damage. It doesn't do anything. Well, I guess you just gotta get all torn up then, huh? You just end up... You, you just stare at ass cheeks. That's, I, guess, I guess you just gotta do it. You know, and... It's the, the most optimum way to play the game. It is wild that you can walk into a shower from minute one, but you, you there's no there's not yet been a shower cutscene. There's just been a shower on and ready to go, and They've we know sa- where it is. They're, they're saving it. But it has not gone down yet. Um, and everyone has voice acting now, and they're talking... And doing what they can. And Aya is a Pokemon that speaks in Hime grunts. In damsel barks. Are you serious? Aya is such a great character in PE1. I feel like back in the LP I even said exactly as much. And she's on his date with this loser. Right? And everyone bursts into flames. And she pulls her piece. And the guy starts going nuts, and she yells at him, "Get the fuck out of here!" And she fucking shoulder checks him off the uh, out of his chair without putting her gun down. In in like the evening gown dress, it's like that's the character done. She's a cop. It's really simple, and, and, and keep, she can class it up, but she'll still pull her it, piece. And it keeps coming back to that in each of these moments, like. And, like, it's not, like, I started, uh, I'll just spoil that, like, I start a counter at some point. Oh, no. I start a fucking, like, an uh, counter. Mm. And the numbers rarely, rarely stay single digit in each cutscene. And to the point where it's, like, lying in a bed and getting out of bed requires an uh, And you're just like... Don't you want to protect that shit? Don't you want to mamaru it? This is the fucking cop on the forest that was well, and maybe in our own head canon, talking shit with uh, peers and and all the people yeah, that at the station. She was slightly more hesitant and vulnerable than the character we created, admittedly. But right? She still fought a flying monster demon on a fucking horse carriage with on fire horses in Central Park. That happened. She was still buddy copping. You know, when I look back, she's kind of like with Samus, honestly. Basically, the that, way that like her her well, real Sam, you know, whatever. Sure. Like, but she's also NYPD. It's cool and confident. like at the end of the day, Samus is Samus. But what if Samus joined the NYPD? Yeah, there would be a layer of hey, fuck you, buddy. You know, get on the fucking ground that you just can't you can't shake. That's a layer. That's in there, no matter how much of a, of a, of a fucking Hime you want. And um, maybe there's a better word for there's, it. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of Mamoru needing Himes out in the NYPD. <laughs> <laughs> so then you have to go, okay, well, I guess the experiences of the, char- uh, the character went through changed them. Well, that's the other bit. And then I'm like, yeah, really? We're fucking going to Daenerys Targaryen on me right now? Like, we're seriously going into that level of assassination? Okay. But in reverse. Sure. You know, and then my, my, my like, full-on M. Night Shyamalan twist theories start coming out about where this is going and what, what we're actually looking at, of which I have a couple. But regardless, regardless, um, right now. that is, I feel bad for the people that cared. It sucked. It sucked real because I don't actually care that much. So it 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 
I played that uh, Parasite Eve one on release, like within a week of it coming out. Instant classic. It's one of my favorite games ever. Right. P two. I I I played it. Didn't really care for it because it's it's very different. Right. But like hearing, hey, they're making a new Parasite Eve game. It's gonna be a PSP game. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then just like, it wasn't so much that the game was the way it was. It was that I got to look at it. It's like, well, that one game sure is good because this shit is dead now. It is dead as hell. And we're never gonna get another one ever. See, I don't. I, I, I I'm talking about a PSP game right now. I know, but I don't. I don't think that's the case in the sense that you can never. It's not. That it's likely. It's just that it's not impossible that someone would come along years later and go, hey, that third game sucked. We can do better. Mm. Let's go back to it and DMC5 it and just make or, a new entry, talk to the guy who wrote the original books, get a new series. Like, and that's the kind of story, the way that the, the way those games were put together were like, the story is wacky and old, but also aiming really high. That first one is aiming for some high-concept sci-fi. And it ends up kind of stumbling around a bunch. Well, a lot of that's because the translation at the time at Square was not the best. But in the current ta- day, in the modern era, we could probably do that story a lot of justice. The modern era is ready for mitochondria because it is the powerhouse of the cell. Yeah, and I think like modern science as well as a massive background element to uh, everything about like this cop story would be a really interesting thing to see uh, today. And you don't even have to like, I feel like square would be uncomfortable with going back to that genre. Mm. So they would want it to be like on that, that new FF 15 FF seven remake thing, actiony thing. And they would just want, they'd want it to be that because that's the modern game. And you know what? Sure. Right? That could be fine as well. Like, the switch of the camera is not the problem. It, it really could just be a lot of that. But, like, I feel like it, Parasite Eve 3 could be done justice. I, I honestly, at this point, all I want is a PC port of the original game. Because have you seen the magic people did with the fan-made Final Fantasy VII remaster? Have you seen this fucking thing? No. You know that AI shit that people throw textures into mm-hmm. and good textures come back out. Yeah. They did that to all of FF7. Mm-hmm. And when you run it in the PC version and you have, you know, the resolution high so the the mm-hmm. models look good, it is a HD remaster. Yeah, but the backgrounds are still renders, hard renders. No, Wooly, they're 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 throwing the the pre-rendered backgrounds into the AI machine and getting oh. 4K quality versions of those scenes. Oh, the backgrounds. All and, the way across the board. And not the shitty SNK ones. No, no. They they look fucking great. Okay. They look like like the renders. And the 3D itself. And the 3D, the 3D is... well, that gets cleaned up naturally by just cranking the resolution yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, it's like... I've the, seen model replacement um Yeah, the model mods. replacement stuff's really goofy because... Then you have realistic-sized Cloud and Barrett and Popeye everyone else. Well, what was actually interesting, one of the earliest mods I remember was in uh, was Battle Cloud on the Overworld. Yeah. Which, which is like... It's a much higher quality model, obviously, but... The rest of the world the rest doesn't of the world fucking... Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, it doesn't like, work. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, just do that. Just just, just up, use that AI shit. Give me good pre-rendered backgrounds and I'll be happy. Yeah. But at the same time, why so much noise is made about Parasite Eve now? 
because it's just one of those. It's like Dino Crisis, as you say. It's just one of those like irrelevant classics from back in the day, relic of the past. And you know what? You might get her in appearing somewhere in a in a compilation game. Yeah, she might throw show up for fun in Theater Rhythm or Dissidia. Dude, I knew you were gonna say the word Dissidia. And they keep adding really cool shit to that Dissidia NT game. There's only one problem. That game's fucking terrible. It is awful. Yeah. And they keep adding these cool costumes and care. Oh, wow. It's fucking awful. Yeah, it's the, uh, there's, there's, there's a new, uh, feeling of sadness when the celebration game of the thing you love is actually just not a very good game. You see All Might and Jump Force? Uh, he yes. looks great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's yeah, in yeah. fucking Jump Force. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. JoJo, oh. we've been through it. Oh, man. You know. We went through it twice. Twice. Three times, technically. Really? Was it third time? Oh, the Seven Stand user for you? Or? No, no, no. I mean I mean the, the take, the retake, and then the sequel. I, th- I still think the best one's fucking Five for the Future. Heritage for the Future. Heritage for the Future? Yep. Five for the Future Street Fighter. Capcom. Yeah. It's a good fighting game. Yeah, it's a good fighting game. Yep. Except when people pick Pet Shop. Yep. It's just, if you could just get CyberConnect to be good. the visual people. Yeah. And then get another company. To do everything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like literally every single other mm-hmm. part of it. Are there other celebration games that are filled with content that are just... Otherwise disappointing, but you're so happy to see stuff, period. I mean, I'm sure, like, one of those Kamen Rider uh, games that has, like, fucking everyone from all eras Well, they're Musos, so Musos vary wildly in quality. You have Hyrule Warriors on one end, and you have, like, Berserk on the other. Hmm. does make me sad that some of those funner picks in MVCI are probably never coming back. Like Monster Hunter, who's like... If... God, just do Capcom versus. If they do Capcom versus, we can everyone can come back. Monster Hunter in MVCI like had an effect on me. Yeah, like that's one of those characters that I'm gonna think about down the line. Yeah, when I'm not this, thinking about anything this else. One time, this one character existed in this one thing. So uniquely fun in yeah. everything about how she played that I'm just gonna miss. I'm gonna sorely miss everything about that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, MVCI is a good example of that, for sure. Hyrule Warriors? Uh, Hyrule Warriors is a good game. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I, the Hyrule Warriors gameplay wasn't bad, bad in a way where I was like, oh, this is a shame. I just got bored of it. Yeah, because there's too much. You know. Or that. But I also suspect I'd be the kind of person that would get bored with most Musos. Yeah. Which is why I don't play them. Mm-hmm. Um, but there we are. Anyway, so... Um, that's fucking happy birthdays uh, going on uh, with me and Min. Also, um, I continued going through Sekiro, and I'm, I'm definitely taking my time at that because I'm doing it at stream pace. Yeah, you know, so it's weird bursts of five or, or so hours at a time. Well, yeah, um, What's the last thing you, you iced. So I mean, we're branching, but uh, I'm at the Mibu Village Got on it. That's one a good end. Place. Uh, I'm at the um the monks yeah on the mountainside Sempo, yeah yeah i'm um, going that way 
and then I want to say that like oh the last the last thing I, I the last thing I beat was uh, a bridge nightman. That is one of the best encounters in that the was game. Fucking incredible. So I had the lowest low into the highest high. Yeah. Because do you remember what's right next to that dude? You got a little shortcut that leads you into the cave with the first headless. Oh, uh, yeah. And I never actually took the, the shot because I was like, I don't want to do my consumables, yeah. right? At the time, I had uh five, no, seven. I had seven papers, and then I had enough money to go back and buy the anti-terror flask. Yeah. So I'm like, great. That's about... That's vital. Yeah. So I have a re... Um, spawning. I have a re uh, a refilling flask for anti terror, so that's fine. Now it just comes down to how much fucking uh paper. Yeah, I've got. Well, you need about two papers per honest shot. Yeah, and basically after failing, yeah, the attempt the first couple times, I and then I went, then I went back in and fought and tried to learn it with like um with no spending, no paper, which like. Uh... Which I did, and it was like, okay. And then eventually Min was like, yeah, man, I think you're ready. It would have been dead by now. I'm like, cool. Use the paper. Totally fucking died. Yeah. And that was the end of that. It is It is the shittiest mechanic. It is so awful. Yep. And I basically, like, I have no problem saying that, like, not only did I get salted in that, but it was not salt at losing to the hard boss. Because you play a fucking hard no, game expecting that. it's salt that you can't attempt the hard boss. I am not allowed to learn. You're punishing me for learning. It, it, I got so mad at that stupid aspect of what is now the worst part of this game to me. It that is. I don't even care to get. I don't care for the reward. I don't care about the headless. That entire part it of the game can go fuck off. On that game. It can go fuck off forever. I don't even give a shit. And if at some point later on I'm going to be able to farm for those items, maybe I'll feel better and, and, and go do it. But at this point, it's, it's, yeah, it's a stain, you know? And the stain of like. The the spirit of the game being hard is based on the idea. I mean, I don't know. I can I'm, that you can do it. It's not even that you can do it. It's that like, like you can cower out from certain things and be like, um, oh, it's just too hard. I I'm too scared or whatever. But if you have the attitude of like, I'm going to attempt the challenge, and no matter how much it's kicking your ass, you will eventually persevere if you try and try and try you just again. Keep reattempting the challenge. Yeah. Well, this thing means you're not allowed yeah, to retry it's the challenge. Absolutely terrible. It means no. You're you just be be perfect. Do it like whatever the stupid on, idea like, behind on, it is. On replay, it's no problem. But like, who cares on replay? Yeah, it's it's easily the worst part of the game so far. And yeah. I got so mad at. That I know. Part I know what the it. fuck they were thinking because like the they have had that and that type of encounter in every single one of their games like this, mm -hmm. and none of them act this way. And I so I remember, like, and, and of course the advice comes in and says, just do this. Just jump less. Just I'm like, yeah, just do a lot of things yeah. that I want to try to learn yeah. to then master and then crush it. What I ended up doing is getting all the way to the end of the or game. Or skate. And then getting the, uh, the, the fucking... Uh, be the ability to buy the confetti. Yeah. And then, like, I'm talking, like, 95th percentile through the game. And sure. went back and just iced all of them in, like, two seconds. Because sure. I could now. Because yeah. my stats were higher. Yeah. And, like, and I got a bunch of shitty rewards that didn't mean fuck. Yeah. It's like, oh, awesome. What a fantastic experience. Yeah. I, I don't even care. It has, it has, like, taken me out on a mechanical level. And I'm able to just progress and not give a fuck about any of those challenges. Mm -hmm. So, uh... I was real vexed at the game at that point, and then was like, "Fuck this! I'm crossing the bridge." And then you got that fight. And then I got one of the best fucking boss fights 
I've encountered so far. It's great. And I did it in one. Yep. And I got lucky on my positioning that the second time I downed him, he was right by the edge. Uh, I got the exact same thing. I think I got him in one and was like, why is everybody going nuts? And it's like, oh, because like, I, un- I didn't even understand that he doesn't get killed yeah, by they, the, the thing. Same, same. I so, just... I Min had to ex- knock him right the fuck off. Yeah. And I, so I doubted him. He got back up. And I was like, oh, I guess he has two points. Right. Yeah. I didn't see them, but I guess they're there. Yeah. And then and then I knocked him off the second time. And it was like, yeah, actually, he just keeps getting back up. You know? Forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I fought him the second time on New Game Plus, I actually had a much harder time because I just didn't put him in the right spot. Right. And satisfyingly, it was also one of those fights that I spent all of my prosthetic not all of my prosthetic i used all my prosthetics on him yeah so like i switched from his own firecrackers mm-hmm. or his son's firecrackers yeah. roberto to um the uh sabimaru yeah to the shuriken you know like and like got a nice and i'm like god damn it why do you build me up buttercup just to let me down yeah well you know coming off the lowest low to the fucking highest high and and it really was just a weird moment of like, I feel like I just experienced, a, a like the yeah, literally the lowest thing in the game, the worst by far. To what has been a peak, like the whole game is like a seven at worst for at most part, usually a eight or nine, and like I would say the the certain boss fights are tens. Like, uh, have you fought the ape yet? No, he's a ten. The final boss sequence is a ten. Genichiro, the mid boss, is a ten, right? The the fucking headless is like a one. It's 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 objectively awful. It makes it makes you feel bad. It makes you feel stupid. It frustrates you. And the rewards suck. By the way, the rewards are not good either. So there's there's one later on the game where you have to fight two underwater. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Hey, chat spoilers. Fantastic. Well, anyway. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I it's something I assumed or was hoping would be the case and yeah ah <sighs> fuck damn it stop it guys you guys are bad that sucks well anyway um so yeah that's what you get for not beating games the day they come out yeah it happens yeah it, it, I fortunately the story is garbage yeah so it doesn't even <laughs> matter. I can I, you know. Do, do you know what I meant now when I said, hey, everyone's been asking for a From Software story told more clearly, and now we got one, and it shows off, no, go back to being vague. Yeah. Go back to being vague and mysterious. Yeah. Because who cares? Um, no, no, passive to saying that Pat spoils it. No, no, I knew about the monkey. I, the monkey's in one of the trailers. You see the trailer. I'm aware of the monkey. I know yeah, about that. That's not, the, that's not the spoiler. Someone else dropped something else in there saying it was an 11, and I'm just like, that was necessary. But anyway, uh, so, uh, that continues as well. And if you want to check out uh, this footage, as well as, uh, taking a peek at Dragon Marked for Death. What the fuck is that? That is the new Inti Creates game, uh, done in the style of, you know, Mega Man Zero, ZX, ZX, Oh, yeah, those are good games. Um, Advent. It's so crazy to me that we're so far away from ZX Advent that that is an inspiration now. Yeah, and the art style is clear. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, but it's multiplayer and it's a fantasy setting and you pick one of four classes and it has a really weird way of selling itself. It has a um, it has a retail where you buy the game as normal. Yes, yeah, so you buy to play. You buy for forty bucks and it's got you know your 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 uh, whatever your caster, your heavy, your ninja, your adventurer, whatever. 
Um, and then some DLC. And then on the digital Eve shop, it has two versions of the game that are 20 bucks each. And they have two characters. Okay. And then you buy the DLC for the other two. And so it seems like what their goal was was to have the shelf version sit next to other games of an equal price. Yeah. And then have the eShop be com- sitting next to games of an equal price. Smart. Yeah. It- it's weird, but I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Uh, I'd love to see and find out if that works or not. Mm. You know, where it's like something's price is based on what's next to it. Well, I mean, as that's mar- the reality in a lot of places. That's why I race to the bottom in the mobile market. Mm. You know, I mean... The idea of there being like a twenty dollar game all that you buy off the shelf and then you take it home and then there's twenty dollar DLC. It's like I can imagine a lot of people just being like, "Fuck that!" What the fuck? But then you're also gonna have to pick which two of these physical two, yeah. for two characters. You know what I mean? It's gonna be too expensive to print out these two versions. And like, well, yeah, it, and some it, people might get lucky and they only care about two characters or one even. Um. So uh, took a look at that and a little bit repetitive, unfortunately. Um. Not super duper like uh uh nothing super fresh in terms of just the platforming and the way you take out enemies as a group. It's there's some fun co op stuff that you do together, but it seems pretty basic. And uh I think it would be a lot cooler if the promise of the way the the later ZX games feel, like um, the Mega Man Zero games, mm. the way you feel at the end where you have a lot of different weapons, a lot of things yeah. you can do. If you have your characters able to do the same thing in these games, then it's going to be fucking sick. But early game felt pretty like, yeah, yeah okay. you know. Um, but yeah, that's it. Uh, and a little bit of a little bit of MK11 just to just to warm myself up on just to wet that. the palate. Yeah, yeah, but that's about it. I mean, it's a big fighting game weekend. Combo Breaker went down. Yeah, you know and. Uh, there's some fun stuff happening. Uh, but yeah, if you want to check out the third birthday, uh, complete with a super awkward woolly intro that makes people feel uncomfortable. Yeah, it does. You can head on over to Wooly Versus on Twitch or on um, YouTube. Uh, and you can also check out, of course, the Sekiro stream that I'm doing and get into fighting games, which... Uh, I want to confirm. No, I want to wait till I confirm it. But tomorrow we should have a pretty cool episode uh, with a pretty fun guest. That's gonna be, uh, yeah. Anyway, I I I don't want to. Uh, whatever. I'm, uh, something good should be happening tomorrow. We got to polish off Resident Evil Two as well. Yep. Um, You're like uh like an hour and a half from the end. Yeah. Tops. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll schedule that after yeah. this. See what we can do it. Um. Fortunately, after replaying that back up to where I did last time, I still feel warmed. Well, like I-, I mean, the difference in time right now is enormous. It was it was months in between that those two bits. Yep. So that's that's definitely going to go down as well. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then uh, the week, uh, the first week of June is going to be really fun. Uh, you're gonna see some 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 wild content, some wipeouts, some big 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 battles going down. Big rivals are gonna be confronted uh-huh. uh, on the week of the first. I'm just gonna tease that for now. Yeah, I have my I have a, a, my own idea for mm-hmm. something similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, settle some things. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> cliff cliff top battles. Yeah. Cliff top battles are going we, down. We should talk about that after the stream. Mm-hmm. See what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pointing at the WrestleMania stand right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's over on Willie Versus. So take a peep. Take a click. Maybe even sub. Or don't. But just also, watch the video. Yeah. Um, the whole video. And go, go click away halfway. Uh, 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 and I'll also uh, take the moment to uh, pimp some upcoming traveling because. Uh, the, like the concept of travel? Well, I mean, the concept of travel is pretty fun. But yeah, do it. It the destination, your horizons. The destination. So uh, the first weekend of june or second i should say the june 7th 8th and 9th i'm that's going the first to be weekend? no the first weekend is actually the first ah, okay. so that's why i'm saying Later. it's technically the second it's a it's a five weekend month it's one of those weird five weekend months uh, that's you don't weird. get them I don't like often. it june 7th 8th and 9th i'm gonna be down at combo uh not combo breaker at combo con combo con combo con out in michigan and uh, i'm gonna be down there with Lil v mills and kira buckland and HD Max is putting on a good show as usual. Can't wait to come on down, have some fun. Um, there's some some events being planned that are going to be a good time. Definitely knows how to put on a good show. And uh, yeah, if you are in that area and you want to come chill, I will be around for uh, that whole weekend. Then I want to say uh, there is... I'm not going to announce that yet. That's still pending. There's obviously RTX in the first week of July. RTX, we've got July 6th and 7th. Uh, 5th, 6th, and 7th. Uh, yeah, in early July, exactly. Where we're going to be uh, doing a Castle Super Beast panel. You want to just, like, fucking wing it? Yeah. <laughs> just record yeah. them. Just, just, just do yeah, a live just, episode. Yeah, just fucking wing it. Just do a Fuck live it. episode. That's it. Hey, fuckers. I don't know. We'll figure it out. You showed up. Punked you. Eat shit. Yeah. Um, I don't think we have enough time for a live episode. I don't think they're going to give us a five-hour block. Yeah. <laughs> but we tend to be a yeah. slightly long-winded. Yeah. Uh, but that is going down in the Texas. So if you want to come to the Rooster Teeth, uh, you can come see us. I should get a big hat. Oh, like a 10-gallon yeah. 10 drum? I, you know, I usually look like a jackass. I bet I'd look like a big, big, stupid fucking jackass walking around Austin with, like, a big old cowboy hat. Oh, man. I mean, yeah, but you also know, because you basically just turn into Gideon from from uh, fucking Gravity Falls. I don't remember who the fuck that is. The villain. The little kid villain. The, with the, with the light. No, shit's gone. Memory deleted. He was, uh, he was obsessed with Mabel. Got it. Chubby kid with the with the drawl, yeah, yeah, okay. Now y'all see here, right? And he's got and he's got the giant fucking cowboy hat. Okay, yeah, yeah. You can get a cowboy hat that's the size of you. Yeah, I'm gonna do it, and it would probably work. I'm a cowboy hat. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do it, and I could do the black guy cowboy hat thing. That's fine. It it, it now it is. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll be doing it some out. blazing saddles bits on oh, the stage. Jesus Christ! All right, stirrups and spurs and fucking yeah. leather coats and. Bandanas hanging off the sides and where the white women at? Yeah, all of it, all of it. Lasso. I don't know how to hog tie people. You heard that clip? No, no, it's a funny. That's a good one. R. Kelly 
freaking out, losing his mind. I've seen You're it. You're killing I've, me with this I, See, I've seen that. <laughs> I'm fighting for my life right now. Why are you fighting for your life, R. Kelly? I don't know how to hog tie people. What are you, what are you talking about, R. Kelly? <laughs> R. Kelly, why are you so upset? Because uh, he's been accused of hog tying people. Yeah, well. So, you know. Um, yeah. So that's going down. Uh, and then uh, there is Con Bravo, July 26, 27, 28. Going to be hanging out with some friends there. Uh, it's con season. Con season. Of course, Evo's coming up. I'm going to be attending. Uh, that's the August uh, uh, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. You hear that, everyone? Wooly is going to win Evo this year. I'm going to be sitting in the chair of a player, but if things go well, maybe more. Oh, hey. That'd be cool. Maybe more. Attempts are being made. We'll see what happens. You make those attempts. Yeah. I'm I'm applying for a job, y'all. Yeah, that's good. Trying to get some work, man. Yeah, man. It's been pretty rough. Do they even pay those people? No. Okay. It's an honor job. Exposure bucks. Exposure bucks. FGC Love Dollars. <laughs> FGC Love Dollars sound like they're grimy. They're grimy dollars. Maybe now our Kappa will accept me. No. No. No, it's okay. Hey, man. Event Hubs ran that Fighterpedia story. I appreciated it. Yeah. You know. Um, at bare minimum, it's a, a fun hang with Max and the boys. Mm-hmm. But uh, Evo going down, and we'll see what I'm down there doing. And then after that, yeah, it's pretty much all clear, uh, except for my eventual late summer return to glorious Nippon. Oh, hey. Mm -hmm. We'll have to organize some podcast shenanigans then, I suppose. We'll have to figure it out. Because I'm not not sitting in here in your house by myself. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's not okay. I'm not going to do that. But the return, mm-hmm. the return happens. Japan Part Two. Erectric Boogaroo. <laughs> Why did you do this? I, I didn't want to do it. Why you didn't want to do it? It just happened. You shut up. <laughs> okay, news. <laughs> shut up, you ass. I didn't want to say it. just came out of my mouth. I had a heated gamer moment. Uh, hey, you know what's... Boop-a-doop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop news. What's better than... What's better than uh, not... Mm-hmm. What's better than not news? Fake news? What's better than fake news? Uh, announcement countdowns to the announcements. More Death Stranding on Wednesday. The announcement has been made that we will find out more about Death Stranding in an announcement. I gotta say though, on May twenty ninth, I, I, is is the tagline not "Count the Rope"? Yeah, that made me giggle like a dumb bitch when I read that. Was it, was it "Count the Rope" or was it uh, "Pull the Rope, Cut the Rope"? Well, it was it something the rope, cut the rope, create rope, create the rope, create the rope, create the rope, create the rope. It's stupid sounding. It I mean, sounds like they're talking about wieners. You have to create the rope before you push it. 
Anyway, the trailer, the little video they showed showed nothing. Yeah. It was a Hopefully hand. we see a something on May 29th. I recently had a conversation about this with somebody about somewhere. About ropes? No, not that one. Yeah. This was something else where... I forget the nature of it, but it was basically just that, like, you want to talk about being a feared? Getting a feared. Really? A little bit. There's a possibility that the cutscenes in this game will be the most brilliant, high-concept things ever. Uh, there's a possibility that the actual game will offer no explanations <laughs> to all the things we've been wondering about. And there's an actual possibility that the backpacking across empty landscapes gameplay like the whole game. will not be very fun. Well, there's two ways I can look at this. One is the way that I would usually say is like, it is somewhat worrying at how little of the game they have shown off for so long. Usually, that's a kind of a danger sign, right? It's like, well, what is it? You know, you know when a game comes out and the first question people have is, but what do you do? Yeah. That's not good, right? Yeah. On the other hand, I look at this and I go, this is a somewhat unique situation where Kojima Productions has been given carte blanche to use as much money as they want and appear to have no responsibilities to the game whatsoever in its marketing or production. Well, maybe carte blanche was really just Andrew House's personal credit card. Mm -hmm. But what I mean is, is that maybe this is how Kojima would have wanted to fucking sell games if Konami wasn't like make a fucking E3 trailer. You know? Yeah. Could be. Could be. I I don't want this to be... I'm firmly neutral, which is not where I want to be with a new Kojima game. I want to be hype. I want to be walking down the street with you from Burger Joint, arguing for like three hours about whether or not Liquid Snake's ghost arm is going to figure into the boss's backstory based on the trailer. Uh, the, the, yeah... The thing, and I'm remembering the announcement hype was as high as it could get. Yeah. Because it was like, he got kicked out. He got his own new studio coming. I'm going to do this weird shit. Ludens was a badass from day one. Yeah. Right? And then finally when they revealed those trailers, they were wildly exciting because of how fucking crazy they were. They're so weird. They're so interesting. But they're cool. Visual, cool, and weird. And you're like, yes, 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 yes. But that only goes so far. Yeah. And at some point, you're like, okay, but what's the video game, though? How do I shoot the gun? And now we have these, like, there might be there might be no gun. No, there's going to be a gun, though. There might be no gun. There's there going to be a gun. There might be no... You know there's going to be a gun. There, by, there might be nothing. There's going to be a gun, though. I mean, like, at some Mads point... Mads Mikkelsen had a gun. Well, think about think about the, the complexity of, of um, fa- Phantom Pain, What right? if the baby was the gun? Think about the complexity of Phantom Pain, where how much of that development was Kojima kind of creating this insane experience where Big Boss was standing in a desert doing anything he wanted to do. Yeah, that's right. Right? And then you, I almost feel like that was the majority of it. Yeah, And then at some point they went, okay, now let's start putting a few buildings and people around and kind of spread them out here Very much, yeah. You know? And that's not what I was... Those areas are empty. And that's not what Kojima's strong points are. So Death Stranding already not being a like narrative experience. Maybe you know what is really already worrying because I'm like Kojima's strengths are super. Just wait, wait till Wednesday, bro. You'll know. You'll probably know one way or the other. 
Like, if there's anybody who I want to make Crash Bandicoot fucking hallway FF13 games, yeah. it's this guy. Yeah, you're right. We want him doing those types of games more I than want anybody. A cutscene hallway and then a boss fight and then a cutscene hallway about Muff. I'd never say that about any other fucking director, but for him, 100%. 100% that. We don't know yet, though. We do not know yet. I want another. This is all just worry. I want. A character to talk about memes in that game, and for a different character to tell them, shut up about the memes already. <laughs> Basically. Um, and then I go, aha, it's the thing with the memes. Yeah. So, you know, that's what we're going to find out in two days' time. <sighs> Speaking of, actually, a bit of a side tangent. A lot of MGS2's dialogue is now fucking hilarious, by the way. Like, when it came out, meme had not fully reached... D- dumb image macro level like knowledge Descri- descriptor it yeah. was closer to its original actual word of it's the the cultural equivalent of a gene but now when you go back and like remember how remember how funny it was in revengeance when monsoon tells you that memes are the dna of the soul right and that that was like the funniest thing in the fucking world and now it's just and yes, two is like nonsense ruined. now. Yeah, because yeah. it's like yeah, lolcat is the is the fucking spirit that we pass on to the young. Yeah, like a, a, a game where the key word gets repeated literally hundreds of times in the script, and the the word now means jokes. Like yeah, if <laughs> if, if mitochondria became slang for for some kind of butt thing, some kind of weird butt play. <laughs> Yeah, then the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. It would, you know, then sorry, the games would be ruined effectively, retroactively. You know, so anyway, um, memes, Jack. I'm really, uh, I remain cautiously optimistic, but I hate announcements to the announcements. It's the worst. You know what I do like? What do you like? Boy? The complete opposite of this. Yeah, which is it's out. Uh, at the or at the very least, yo, we're in alpha. Here's a key. Go try it. There are so many keys for Neo Two going around. I had like ten different people go. Oh, I'm not going to use my key. You want it? So I got a key. Yeah. Same. Guess what? It's Neo. It's more Neo. It's Neo. Um, you get to turn into a demon now. So this uh, is a fucking sequel. This is in the truest <laughs> sense of the word, but. Because they worked so hard on the last game. <coughs> if they if they jump off from where the last game ended, that's a pretty good start. Well, what I was going to say is if you uh, ended up... Um, if you ended up stopping Neo early on in its life cycle last time, you're going to see a whole bunch of quality of life improvements yeah. that you missed out on because they kept making this fucking game. I keep game. wanting to go back to Neo. I just need to figure out... A, the stat and armor stuff is so complex... And I don't want it to be there, you know. I love it because it allows glam, glamour. No, the glamour shit is is great. Like uh, I was just talking to fucking Aogard, where like they're not even at level cap, but the favorite thing they do in fourteen is fucking glam their doll, right? Dressing your dolls up in your video game is for everyone. Mm-hmm. It's where Warframe makes like almost all of its fucking money <laughs> is. Is is making your doll pretty. And extending that feature to more games is paramount. I just mean the stats on the gear. 
There's a lot, like, even for a guy like me, there's a lot of fucking weird stats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the stats that you do have don't follow, like, the, the what I would call, I guess, the D&D classics, which is strength, dex, etc. Mm-hmm. They're weird amalgams, mm-hmm. and it's unclear if I want the... Uh, so you pick up, like, this weird sword that's terrible in every way, but it's got amazing luck, like, purple luck, and you're like, do I... Is this good? Hold on to this? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Neo continues to be like like no even if i'm not giving it the time of day i will admire it from afar yeah i I, I go back and bounce off that game like once every three or four months because it's doing the most combat wise yeah right it's of all the souls likes it's the one that is doing like it gives you multiple buttons and stances i will say that as a product Neo 1 is probably a much better game than Sekiro. There's way... I have no problem with that sentence. way, way more shit in there. I have no problem. That is yeah. good and impressive. Oh, yeah. No, Team Ninja did a better uh, uh, Samurai Souls yeah. than FromSoft did. Absolutely. That's... Which I thought is uh, hilarious uh, compared to how I looked at I'm them. not done yet. Yeah, but... Right? Opinion pending, yeah. But I feel like so far, just on a combat level, I definitely uh, feel that There's uh, way more to it. Yeah, Sekiro, you know, like because in in this genre of game, like you don't actually need more than like you need you don't need more than one like sword swing button. Yeah, in many cases, and a lot of games don't bother giving you that. Yeah, right. The combat doesn't need to get complex because. Damage and difficulty or and learning the weapon, weapons. weapons variety will be enough. But this going over and above and creating weapon variety and stance variety like the th- and what and ability trees for each like weapon. The thing is for this right is that is like, wild. Uh, I remember they 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 would add, they, it came out with like five weapons total. I think they're up to seven. And it's just like, oh, we added one weapon. I'm like, oh, that's pretty lame. And then I get a hold of it. I'm like, oh, every weapon is actually three weapons. And every one of those three stances has a complicated move set that has its own skill tree. Wow. And you compare that to Sekiro, which has one weapon with one move set. Like, you remember when we talked about Sekiro, our number one complaint is that you get all these moves, but you can't actually use them? Yeah. It's Neo is the opposite. You're fucking drowning in a move set. Sekiro, you get you get prosthetics in Sekiro, and prosthetics are basically Mega Man upgrades. Yeah. You're not running through a stage. With fucking uh, 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 gust using it as your main thing the whole time no, you'll through use it for this bad you pull it out and then you pull it out and then you put it away and... yeah you know Neo yeah you're absolutely surrounded and overwhelmed in like like what how you want it what style you want to use and then you have the branches with each one you have the specific move up- upgrades and then you get um um the one thing I will say is that like. Sekiro does a really fun thing by having parry button and yeah, the posture. Parry button's fucking nuts. Parry and posture are wild and really, really fun. But the problem with me, anyway, is that's the game's like big trick. And then when you beat the game, when you beat all the bosses and you've beaten the game, that trick is done because you you now you just you just know right. Um, and I mean in terms of like. Like, and there's so much more going on with, like, how much Neo gives you and how much you can do. Yeah. And then, the, yeah, the, the multiplayer aspects and whatnot as well. Like, man, so one of the things about the Neo 2 Alpha that really shocked me was that you, I did not know that you were going to be a creative character, right? And you can be a guy or a lady now. 
uh, which is a feature they added in Neo 2. Uh, sorry, in Neo Original. At the end. At the end. Um, but the craziest thing, and it, 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 it made me say something kind of stupid on Discord, but I clicked the fourth character creator. It's like, oh my god, there's a real black guy as a character selector <laughs> in this. Right. And my friends on Discord went, what the fuck, what? Because they weren't playing. I'm like, no, no, you know, in Japanese games, even from soft games, where the only, and I mean, you were the one who taught me about this, where the only way to get a darker skin tone is just drag it down to like a negative value, and then you get like a fucking weird charcoal Pur- monster. Purple, purple. Because they don't yeah. give a shit about yeah. the way skin tones work. Yeah. It's like they put work into that. Those characters actually look really fantastic. And you get an animal buddy, and you can switch them up. Yeah. Though they don't actually stay out as buddies, they just kind of possess they're, you. They're kind of spirits. Yeah. I'm really... Between this and Third Birthday, though, I gotta say, like, I'm, like... What is the link between this and Third Birthday? Third Birthday has Liberation. Uh-huh. Right? Remember Liberation in Parasite Eve 1 and 2? Yeah. Uh, It was the angel form. Yeah. Liberation now makes her glow a bit and do um Jill-style teleport dashes. Great. And that's about it. Awesome. And I'm really just like, I have it out for games where you go like, where you pop a devil trigger. Yeah. And it's just you, but you're glowing now. Oh, it sucks. I'm, I'm like, I now. I was done with that since Devil May Cry 4. Yeah, I, I now hate it. Like, yeah. if your game does that, I now hate that no, your game does that. if I'm going to pop a mode, make me look cool, please. Um, This lazy-ass drop an omni on the character's chest and call it a day method of, of super. Yeah, it's... Especially when you have to build a big bar up to oh, it. Oh, it's total ass. Fuck off. You know, or... Like it's supposed to be a big triumphant moment for your character. Yeah, and if you and if you if you're too lazy to do that, then do something where the world turns black and white, or yeah. make it creative in some way. But holy shit, man! You know what's interesting to me about the 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 uh, the Oni form in this is that that it has the most Ninja Gaiden move in the entire game, where you hold the button for your charge attack and it absorbs the currency. To boost it, just like it did back in uh, the Ninja Gaiden games. Cool. It's like, listen, this game's hard. Burn this currency right now to kill these fuckers. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm really happy that Neo continues to be a successful thing that exists, and we're, we're looking at like them continuing this, and it's full on like just yeah, it's doing its own Samurai Souls, you know. Um. Also, the way that this game series is developed is the most, like, forthright and positive and feel-good way I have almost ever seen a Japanese game developed. Where they put out an alpha for free to tons of people. Mm -hmm. Shit ton of people are playing Mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. Going, hey guys, here's what we got. Tell us what you think. And then the next time, they're going to put out a demo or Mm -hmm. a beta, Mm -hmm. and it will have every suggestion that was sent to them improved. Mm -hmm. And they go, okay, what about this? Okay, what about this? Neo had, like, three of those, and then they kept doing it for the entire length of that game's existence. Yeah. The whole time, every fucking six months, they'd be like, 
hey, so we added a new weapon and we added a hard difficulty that is a whole new New Game Plus game and you can change into a girl now and the, you, the blacksmith can also be a girl and here's a loot sorting option that didn't exist in the thing where you can sort the loot and here's this. Oh, here's the expansion. It comes with this stuff and then this new type of stuff. It's like the whole, like two years. The crafting menu and items and that entire thing is like the best and simplest and easiest and most understandable and yeah. clear it's ever been. Like it really, like when you're dealing, like it really just, it feels like you can quality of life yourself from a six to a nine. Yeah, you know, if your game is best as as, is a six ultimately at the core, and you, you, it feels like with a couple of features, clean stuff up, make things feel good, and and uh, put some shit on the back end. It cannot be overstated how much polish can help a game. It's wild. It really is. But like, yeah. I say you can go from a six to a fucking nine with quality of life. Um, and you can go from a nine to a six without yeah. quality of life if you're one of those companies that is too busy doing things your way, which has been the way forever, and you refuse to learn from what others have clearly established as the way to do it. So it's it's funny because the first thing that pops into my mind when you say that is fighting games. And the first thing, that pop- this game's great. Why is the online so terrible? Why does only the first player get to choose whether or not we rematch or character select? Why can't I plug in my legacy stick? Why, why don't my character cost, uh, costume save between sessions? Why doesn't it pause when I when I what is it pause when I tap it and not hold it? Why does the game not pause when I unplug the fucking controller? Why can't <laughs> I tap to set my buttons? But like. Why are there no lobbies? Why are there no... Why are there shit lobbies? Why are there no open rooms where people can meet up, uh, Arxis style, and, like, very create their own groups? Why is there no good uh, latency selection via quick search? Why is there no story mode? Why is there no uh, good, uh, record feature in the training mode? Why does the training mode not have uh, some basic details that, like, would help with people trying to get better... Why with is, certain with these moves? Why is there no ability to put the the move list on screen and have it cycle downwards as you complete every move? You have the frame data already displaying in the debug menu. Why not let the player see it? Why can't you just turn the visual hitboxes on for literally every fighting game ever? Why not have an instant rematch button at the end of a versus game? Why not? Why make you go back to character select every single time? Now imagine a game that had every feature we just described and a game that had zero of the features we just described, but they're the same game. It makes a big fucking difference. That's like a four to a nine. Yeah. Even though the game's great. You remember that horrible period that we are just, just getting over now of this fighting game's great. The online's terrible, so most of its audience will never be able to enjoy it ever. Yeah. Right? Like, just period. Um, And I remember Persona 4 Arena was the first one that I got to go, look at this. This game's fucking awesome. Everyone should play it. And the online's great. And it blew up. um, So, uh, there's a feature that I have never seen since Metal Warriors on the Super Nintendo. And I understand that it's just for fun, so it's not yeah. something that I'm hard recommend that I'm hard requesting. But god damn it, did I love the ability to do rematch? Yeah. Rematch with a different stage. Yeah. Scramble. 
Uh, at the very least, it's quite rare, but there are a couple fighters I've played, and I'm sure you have too, where if you pick random select and you hit rematch, It'll the, sta- the stage is, ran- is yeah, random yeah, select. It actually randoms the, the and whole And it's like, that game. is the biggest fucking... If I pick random, I want a fucking random stage, exactly. guys. I don't exactly. want to fucking do the same exactly. stage over. Because then you do the things like rematch, rematch. It's like, we just want to yeah. play a different stage. Then you yeah. go back to character select. Yeah. So what is it? That's like it. 15 seconds out of your life? It's not a big deal. Yeah. Just rematch, uh, change stage, or random stage. Unless you're playing Tekken 5. And then scramble is random stage, random characters. Yeah. Right? Which is just, it's a wild button. Yeah. But Fuck what, it. if you're having a super casual time, yeah, just okay. do that. You can just do that. Ah, crap. I got 12. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it really, and these are all things, these are all good ideas that exist, they're out there, people. The, the design implementation has been solved on any number of levels, you can just look at your competitors and look at how they did it. And anyone who is sitting down and designing a dock, or designing, a, a, a you know, from the first stages up at this point in time, probably is a fan, or at the very least has a bunch of references to games that have done this before. And it just doesn't. It just comes like, down. It comes down to like, why would you not include all of these possibilities? Skullgirls is a really good. Unless example. you're just like, we have one programmer, we have twelve months. Yeah, Skullgirls is a really good example, and the for a number of reasons. But the one that I want to bring up, and yes, I know it is a technical concern. It is difficult to do, and even the Skullgirls implementation isn't perfect. But Skullgirls is rotating, always fighting lobby, is the coolest online lobby. And I have never seen it anywhere else, and I doubt we'll ever see it again. Where everybody in the lobby gets the fight. Yeah, there's eight people in this. Well, there should be four matches going on. Yeah, you'll wait a couple minutes as other people finish, and then they'll rotate around. But what? Yeah, why should it be seven people, uh, uh, six people watching too? Yeah, just have just have the people in the you can you can turn winner stays on if you want, but everyone wants to play. Yeah, yeah, there. It it just there's just an overwhelming amount, and every genre has this stuff right now we pay attention to fighting games so we pulled fucking 20 to 30 of those off i could go for an hour over mmo ones i like i feel like like, i mean i I feel like we just demonstrated like yeah you pick a genre and if you know enough about slash play enough of that genre you know what's one of the ones that's actually really wild that like that i never even thought of and then i'm sure a lot of people so you know in in an rpg you sort your items yeah yeah at 14, at one point, a couple patches ago, added unsort. Yeah. Because some people keep their items in really specific grids. And you want to put and it back And then you there. sort them. And Great. Oh, fucking shit. Fantastic. Okay. Fantastic. Unsort it. Go back yeah. to how it was. Yeah. Now, if you're someone out there that's listening to this and you're either thinking or typing in the chat, oh, yeah, X game does this. Oh, yeah, MVC does that. Or Guilty Gear did. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. They Why should do, all They do should it. all do it. We know that these individual and then we games can move do it. Forward to new they things. should all do it. A hundred percent. You know? Quality of fucking life. Priceless, man. Neo is a godsend in that regard. You know? Um and and here's the other thing about it. When you you know that when you invest in Neo, right, by purchasing the video by game. By purchasing the video game Neo. You know that months, if not a year out or two, you are going to consistently get changes. And oh, you're talking things. about Neo Two now. Yes. Yeah. Like you know that buying into this, this no matter will be supported. Whatever your experience is at first, 
it will continue to improve as you go, as you play the that game. That used to be the Valve model. Hmm. How early are we talking? The Half Life. Yeah. Okay. There's going to be stuff coming out for Half Life. There's going to be stuff coming out for Counter Strike. There's going to be stuff coming out in a multiplayer context. Yeah, all sorts of contexts. But now, uh, you know what I like? Games that you buy as a product but get treated like a service over time. <laughs> Giving you, yeah, that's the backwards econ- the, like economic yeah. model though. Treating it like a service, right? So, service as a game. Yeah. Service as a game. There it is. There it is. Because, like, like, I mean, it's not in the news, but I'm going to bring up Anthem. Do you know it's been over a month since uh, there's been a single developer statement? Yeah. From Anthem? Yeah. That game is functionally dead. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. Right? That's a game that was sold as a service... That the service no longer exists. That's straight up something to take to the fucking. Apparently, they're going to talk about Anthem at E3, and all I can think of is a straight up complete Mm -hmm. fucking redo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because if they don't, then no one will ever buy this type of thing from EA ever again. You have to eat this kind of thing. Yeah. Like th- think of think of Final like, Fantasy like, if they had never done two point like a Realm Reborn if they had just let FF fourteen just die just, the way it was. If you just take a second to think about language, right? Yeah, let's, let's think about language. An MMO is a service. That's it is it is the MMO was and is the game as a service. Therefore, that game will fucking go away in so, the future. So, in that sense. Like, an MMO is effectively service as a service. Yes. Which people are fine with because yes. you know what you're getting. I'm going to pay my $15 a month. You're going to add shit you're to the game. You're giving me a service as a service because I'm requesting server. it yeah. and you're giving it to me. Thank you. Otherwise, I want a game as a game. Yeah. So, for example, if your MMO goes down, uh-oh, DDoS attacks, here's two free weeks because those weeks were fucked up, right? Okay, great. Game does that. You're like, this shit doesn't work. Okay. You also want your money back. I bought a copy of this game. It was uh, 50 bucks, and I'm moving to Siberia, and I'm living in a cabin. Goodbye. And I'm plugging in my console, and I want all my content here. Good. Great. Done. Game as a game. Uh, Bayonetta. No. Right? Yeah. So, at the very basic level... Thing as the same thing yeah. is what you're willing to purchase because you know what you're getting. That's right. The idea of swapping one for the other means you think you're getting this, but you're actually getting that. Yeah. And when you say something or when I say something like service as a game, you're like, oh, wow, I thought I was just getting a game. Turns out there was a persistent improvement experience coming alongside it. That I'm also not paying for. Hollow Knight. Thank you. Wow. That's very... No one asked you for this, but thanks. Right? People who didn't back Shovel Knight. Like, just, hey, here's more. Yeah. I bought a burger. Turns out you gave me a trio. I'll take that. And you brought it... You're making me want to go to fucking Wendy's so bad, (laughs) dude. I'm going to go to that fucking Wendy's after this. (laughs) Can't stop you. And And you brought it to my table. Yeah. You didn't. You, isn't that weird when a fast food person brings food to your table? 
It is. Some places do it. I don't it. like it. Some places do it to simplify the line I system. want them to call me up and I'll go get it. And if they take a number, find me. That's fine. Uh. You know. But, but that's the thing, right? Ultimately, you expect to get what you have paid for. Yeah. And if you swap one for the other... And you and it goes down. Why would people accept there, that? There are some games that get to bend the rules. Warframe bends the rules. Warframe's weird. The way that money, it's weird, right? We're also in this really bizarre state, which uh, I feel like the MMO talk is perfect because games as a service are in a really weird place, right? Destiny One is a is a pseudo game as a service, right? There was never a sub cost, but they they would make expansions and stuff like that. But that game's not really supported anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then we had all those MMOs who died. Mm-hmm. The Asheron's Call, that's dead. Matrix Online, that's dead. Etc., right? City Heroes, which is apparently very beloved. They killed Morpheus, man. Dead, right? See, not as dead as you might think, if you look in the right corners well, of the internet. Woolly. <laughs> Private servers yeah. for anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you get really weird stuff. Like, do you, you see how popular WoW Classic is? You told how, me. How people are going absolutely out of their mind for WoW Classic. Because mm-hmm. that game doesn't exist anymore. But now it will. And the weird thing is, is because, well, WoW is fucking 14 and a half years old. So MMOs used to have a shelf life. And it was like seven years tops. And then they would die because no one would give a shit anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Wow, and FF11, and uh, RuneScape—they're still here. Eleven has no business still being around. Eleven, by the way, so Eleven is done. It's finished. Yeah, I mean, it has a direct replacement. No, it doesn't. Oh boy, they're very different. Okay, they're very very different. Okay, all right, fair. Uh, fair. Eleven, I, I, don't, I don't know. What Eleven I'm is about. is an old style MMO where do you want to walk outside of a town? You have a party or you will die. Yeah, I I did have this conversation back in college. Yeah, I remember with somebody arguing that right. they preferred this. And method. as the player base went down, they invented a system in which you can have AI partners fill your party up. And that game is done now. Like you hit level ninety nine and everything is there, and it's not being. Like, it's still being run and bug fixed, but it's new stuff isn't coming out, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's been like that for, like, three years, four years. And it still has a respectable sub count. So, and it's getting a, it's getting a phone port, you know that, right? Yeah. yeah. So, it's, the like, it's so weird, because you, you sign up for a game like this, and you're like, I'm going to enjoy my time with it, and it's just going to go away one day. And I'm sure the I'm sure Square was like it will. Yeah. And then they're like, people are still paying. F- but but does it have to? Because it doesn't really have to. I well, mean, how it, much are we spending on servers? This. How much are we getting in from subs? This. Well, then we'll just keep it up. And we don't have to just keep it up. Change or. So now we're in this thing of like, if you're an MMO and you make it right, you or a free to play game and you make it like League or you know Dota stuff, like, as long as you don't. Kill the game. Yep. You're you can kind of run it forever, or a direct replacement comes out. If you run it long enough that no one expects more to happen inside of it, yeah, then you can you're allowed to just let it float as long as you don't kill it. Mm -hmm. Right Mm -hmm. now, they're like, wow, 
had the biggest mountain ever of subs. It's no, it's never going to happen again for a, a subscription MMO. And every expansion since Wrath, which was like t- ten years ago, has knocked like a couple million people off that number. Like it has been bleeding for years and years and years and years. And now the only thing I ever hear about World of Warcraft is how shitty World of Warcraft is and how upset people are. And every couple of weeks, there's somebody that I, that I see going, I I stayed with WoW this whole time, and then this last new thing they put it just ruined it for me, and I can't. But there's always a natural bleed, of course. Yeah, though. but each expansion is apparently just awful. <laughs> okay. And people, the sub count bumps up because expansion, and it goes, mm-hmm. and it deflates because people don't like it. And it's fascinating. But yeah, as long as you don't kill it, Hell, even if you released, like, Shadowbringers, right? And Shadowbringers was the end, and there was an ending to the FF14, like, MMO in there. You you could probably just run it like that for, like, five years. Uh, as long as you didn't ruin it. It's fucking wild. All that to say that anyone who bought Neo 1 got way more than they expected. Yes, Absolutely. Uh, you got a good deal. And anyone who was on since the Neo Alpha that was submitting ideas and then actually getting listened to. Yeah, isn't that crazy? You know? And th- and this is a fucking... Like, we have these examples of these games where we, we go, okay, Neo, uh, Hollow Knight, Skullgirls. Yeah. Like, we, you, there's... I'm, I'm going to look at the chat, see if there are others that pop up. You know what? You know what? Because there's I'll probably give, a couple. I'll even give, give, it, give it to the fucking new No Man's Sky. Right? Sure. Yeah, they did keep working on it. Give it to them. They did that, right? They did do but it. But you have like you're counting on one hand. Enter the Gungeon just came up. A lot of those roguelikes. You're you're counting single entries in like games that actually went as far as they could to bring a better experience to the player over time for free. Dying Light had a lot of stuff added to it. Yep. Monster Hunter is actually a pretty good example. Kirby Star Allies, they they kept you know, going. They kept hey, going. Isn't that nuts? Isn't that nuts? Yeah. Killing Floor. Mm. I am a big fan of Killing Floor. I never mm. got into the second one. Mm. But that shit, just endless new shit they added to it. Mm-hmm. It'd be fucking... Oh, oh man. I gotta. I should play Killing Floor Splatoon 2. Splatoon 2. Yep, yeah. that's a good one. Isn't sure. it nice? And then that makes you way more likely when that sequel comes out to go, I'm going to have a good time with this for many time and big value. Big value. The tail end is long. Yeah. Um, and it keeps them from playing other games. So, Neo, we salute you. Good job, Neo. Can we take a two-minute break? I'm going to piss myself. You can do that. Okay, so do you want me to go to the bathroom, or do you want me to just do it here? You can not do it here. Okay. You should go to the bathroom. All right, I'll be right back. Uh, in the meantime, I'll just fill. I'll just fill for time. I'll fill by, um, by talking about... Um, I don't know. We can talk about the facial reactions that everyone had. I haven't watched that two-hour Game of Thrones documentary yet. I haven't, but I know that it came out yesterday, and we've been too busy. But boy, am I excited, because I'm seeing pictures of Kit Harrington reading about what happens for the first time and completely breaking down... And then, like, just going through all... And I know I read I read before that about how, like, 
Um, various actors like all read the script. Sansa read it first. He didn't. He waited until the table read, so then he saw it all for the first time there as the actors were doing it, and then just Amelia Clark making the most like cringy face of just like she's not being cringy. She's making a face of cringe, like uh-huh, it's that best season ever type of face, but like even more exaggerated and dialed up, and it is wild. It is such a good fucking reaction. <laughs> Um, poor Varys, right? Basically throwing the script down in front of him as he says his, his lines and, and then like leaning back in the chair, visibly distraught. Uh, poor fucking Jamie looking really unhappy about things. And of course, now a bunch of this. You're talking about that Game of Thrones shit. Sure am. Oh, a- of funny. course, of course, of course, a bunch of the faces and your things you're seeing are people who've been playing these characters for over 10 years reacting as you would to the events in the story as a story, right? So you can't mischaracterize the whole thing as they are this is full on reaction to like the quality because it's also reacting to the journey. I don't know. When you look at Amelia Clark's face and she's like, yes. Oh, yeah. That's 100%. (laughs) But I'm saying they can definitely, you can give benefit of the doubt and they can certainly take benefit of the doubt when they want to say, I reacted that way because what happened was so powerful. You're not going to do that, though. None of them are going to do that. We'll see. I mean, we've, they've already, there's already been like walkbacks at gunpoint, (laughs) right? Like fucking loaded gun off camera as they, you know, they kind of come out to say things like, um, it's funny. Like we got one rebuttal from, uh, I think it was Emilia who said people who are, uh, upset about, um, the turn are, were not paying attention and basically defended that, right? And it's something where you're like, yeah, you know, 100%. No one's actually – no one who's paying attention here is complaining. Uh, you know what some people are. But there's no problem with yeah. the decision to make that happen. It's a problem with the how you got so, there. So uh, I don't mean to dive too much into it because – No, we're just skating for time. Uh, but I do have one thing to say. I remind uh, – you know, I always talk about that Twin Peaks episode. And I remind – when you were talking about I the don't fin- want to- the finale of Game of Thrones about like – spending time walking places yeah. instead of resolving things. Yeah. Somebody sent me, and I'm sure they sent you as yep. well. 120 minutes is... A super a, cut. Uh, an hour and 20 minutes is the full running time of the 80 episode. 80-minute episode, 57 and a half minutes of which is establishing shot or walking shot or transition shot or uh, landscape shot or... They're in a 80-minute episode that is a series finale of a 10-year-long thing. They are using more than half of the runtime for not story. I am the last person on this planet that would come out complaining <laughs> about tone. Yeah. Right? I am very much about taking your time to deliver the right tone. I think things that... Like I'm not impatient. Yeah, you know when you want us when you want to let a moment linger for powerful effect. Holy shit! You have things to do. Get a move on. So I think. Are you arranging chairs, dude? I think I think this is best summed up by a, a phrase that I just invented in my head, which is that season's rushed, right? Like they they they, they, they HBO wanted an extra season, and everybody feels that it's rushed. Well, if you're gonna rush it, then rush it. 
right? Yeah, 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 if you're yeah, gonna, if you're right. gonna rush to the right. end, right? Then fucking then, rush. Then get there. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. Pack every single yeah. fucking minute. With shit popping off and fucking do it. Right. Don't make it feel like, like wasted smash slots. Yeah. On characters. Don't have like, we're rushing, but we, but we, we, we take it here. Yeah. It, it makes no sense. We rushed to the scene where they walk slowly. It was really, really strange. It was a very strange decision. Anyway. Um. Yeah, I gotta go sit down and, and, and get through that. But 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 yeah, that's where the real enjoyment is. I so reading reading like sort of some of like the the actors like re interviews after the negative. Oh yeah, where they come back and sat down and went, hey, hold on, wait, wait, hold on, hey, hey, right? And yeah. it's like, all right, yeah, HBO didn't fucking make they a call. They told you to say some shit. No, huh? no, they're saying what they want to. I'm sure. I'm certain. But all but the things that I've been seeing in terms of the now, hold on, let me let me set the record straight. Right? Are all things where it's like. Yeah, no, like they're, that was a good thing decision. They're doing what they can by focusing on the things they can say that are positive and true. Yes, right? Because there are other like the the biggest guffaws are not being addressed. Of course not. Never talk because about they it. remain don't, present. Don't know. You know? But it makes it seem as if there's Like a- I want I want somebody to walk up to Amelia Clark and be like, "Hey, how come you did this fucking thing instead of this other thing?" And for her to go ah! Yeah, I don't recall. Yeah, it it really it, it's it you know it or it's just it's like it's like when you rise up to say like hey now you know now before you before this gets out of hand right like when, when people are like yo Pat's a fucking dirty littering asshole yeah hey. what the fuck and I'm like hey now to be clear he I only, owned- I only do it when people are around to see it so because it makes them upset <laughs> so I'm less of a, a a litter bug and more of an asshole. Or, or not, like that's too related. <laughs> I'd, I'd be like, hey, there's he, he owns a cat. I do own a cat, and cats are cute. They are cute. So I think everybody needs to just think about that and calm down. He's throwing, he's dumping out a garbage bin onto the, the road. I said what I said. But All he, right? Elmo is pretty cute. And then Twitter moments, there's this like, like the. the, the Actors defend anyway. Um, yeah, so that's fun. Someone had a painting of all the facial reactions. I saw it. It's 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 beautiful. This is legendary. This is this is gonna go down. And I can see that like they they did their like hostage interviews back and in the, before the negative reaction, and now they're like, if I was an actor on that, I'd kind of want to try and save it a little because this is a lot of their legacies, right? Peter Dinklage is gonna be Tyrion. To a lot of people forever. Speaking of hostages, ah, uh, what? George R. R. Martin. Hey, I was pretty happy about this shit. I was pretty happy about this shit. Let me tell you. Last week on this here podcast, the Castle Super Beast podcast, Patrick Boivin said, "Hey, I think they should lock fucking George in a room until he finishes those books." I was met with the relatively reasonable assertion, Pat, that's ridiculous. You can't just lock people in rooms and have them make the art that you want or the books that you want. And I said, you know what? That's fine. And we had a really interesting conversation about what the author owes the audience, yada, yada, yada. Fast forward to the next fucking day. When George R. R. Martin is talking to, what is it, Worldcon? What the fuck is this New Zealand shit? Who's he talking to? 
Something. Some shit. And he goes, you know what, New Zealand? If I don't get off that plane into New Zealand in 2020, you have my permission to lock me into a cabin over some fucking salt lake or some shit out in the middle of nowhere looking at the ocean isolated until I finish that book. You have my written consent to imprison me until I finish that book. And I went, okay, George, this is a step in the right direction. Thank you for justifying my completely irrational desire. He said it himself. He demanded He literally said, imprison me. In fact, he specifically requested that you personally (laughs) fly over. You lock the chains around the door. Get the whip and stay on the watch. And every once in a while, just for good measure. Yeah. Just crack it. Yeah. There was a there was a reply somewhere to the podcast, either on the I think it was uh, maybe it was the image that I forget that guy's name, but he makes the worst moment of the of the podcast. He draws it. Yeah, I believe it's Mister Supps. Yeah. Uh, what was Mister? I believe it's Mister Supps. Uh, Mister Supps. He does great work. You mm-hmm. do a good job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And somebody made the the comment that I wish I had thought of, which is at a certain point over time, being reasonable just doesn't seem worth it anymore. It it just you, you you get tired, and reasonableness never got you anywhere. So you know what? Let's just imprison all the writers <laughs> until they make the thing we like. Yeah, I mean, like fuck them for having the talent to even get into this game and do something so far above above what anyone else is you doing know what, that anyone recognizes it to begin with. You know what, Wooly? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you're cursed with being talented to stand up and make something that recognizes... That, that, that is recognized above the crowd, then you are now fucking locked you in. You now owe society. Yep. Your talent. If you're a good fighter, you owe society to go fight in that pit for the entertainment of the masses. I mean, that's basically how Cuba does it. Cuba has fight pits. They have like a, like the uh, Olympic schools and or like places where if you're as if you as a kid are basically the most talented, mm-hmm. uh, then you go to like a place where you're going to learn to be an MMA dude, and you're competing with everyone else that's an MMA person, and you pretty much like. The, the person who's the best of that class gets big rewards, and other people sometimes don't eat. And you what are... What a fascinating system. Yep. And and you want to know how and why, like, the, the best of the best come out of that. It's because not only are they, like, fighting for comfort in their life, but not getting that comfort there's means a, there's living a, impoverished. There's a equivalent to that. A lot of Asian friends of ours have told us that... Their parents' pressures on them are, well, did you get number one? No. Yeah. How yeah. come you didn't get number one? Yeah. But I got number two. Why didn't you get number one? Yeah. Oh, you mean you got first loser? Oh, second good job, place? first loser. Yeah. Great. Right. Fantastic. Yeah. So full- meanwhile, my parents were like, as long as you tried your best, honey, don't you worry. There's not- you can't be the best at everything. Yeah. yeah. Full on evolve or die. <laughs> Uh, uh, situations going on there. And if you'd like more details about that and you think I'm full of shit, go listen to the life story of Yoel Romero. Uh, godlike MMA fighter that, like, fucking... Just created by his nation. So that's... And, that, and like, that's what they do. You go, oh, you're good for this. This is where you go now. You owe your country 
a debt to yeah. uh like be the most talented Cuban fighter. And uh, he fucking ran the fuck out of there. Yeah. <laughs> like the first well, chance he got. Now, listen, we can but, yeah. go all big and all that shit and try and broadcast it out and make the point seem ridiculous. Martin wants to be locked in a room to finish his fucking He's book. He's requesting it. So, you know what now? I don't want the book to come out. <laughs> <laughs> right? I want it. I want fucking uh. him to touch down and for the authorities, like somebody in the New Zealand government to take it seriously and be like, he told us, he's like, no, no, it was a joke. It was a funny joke for the internet. And they're like, nah, no jokes here, George. Shackles. Into the shack yeah. with you. Here's your fucking DOS computer. Yeah, I hope, I hope, oh, hope the manuscript of the book burns down. Hey, man, the Winds of Winter already has chapters on it that I he know. put out. He's already previewed it for Which people. Which shows to me like a, a knowledge that it's going to be a while, and that like the the desperation of people who think like me is actually getting to him. Because releasing book chapters of a book like that is kind of weird. You know, it's a shame that he wasn't like Mura and like obsessed with something like World of Warcraft. Because then, whenever people could ask what he's working on, he could just say, "I've been working on WoW," yeah. and they can just go like, oh, "Okay, cool, he's at it." Yeah, and that'd be it. I think Mira's still the worst, honestly, out of, of this type of thing. I think Mira's still the worst. I want to give a shout out to that that um that comic I saw of uh the oh God, what was it? It was Fuck, I'm I'm fucking this up because I barely remember what it was, but it was like three cartoon things dragging I forgot what the thing is, they're dragging Game of Thrones into the distance and like Game of Thrones was being dragged away by uh lost how I Met Your Mother and BSG maybe no uh Dexter Dexter yes yeah. Dexter Lost and How I Met Your Mother are dragging Game of Thrones into the distance and it's like Tom and Jerry Tom and Jerry and it's just like yeah ugh. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I didn't I've never ever been into How I Met Your Mother I I've I watched like I, clips i've seen clips of it it's super cringeworthy all three of those shows i had friends uh that were we have into. we have mutual friends that aggressively tried to push way it way into and it was like how do we like the same comedians and comedy but, but you're this. into this type of fucking bullshit and then sitcom i don't all, understand how is this all funny three to of you? them all three of them i you, we got to that final season and we started to hear like discontent yeah let's call it and then came the endings and they were like i wish i never watched this fucking show i don't understand how something <laughs> called how i met your mother ends up having a shitty ending because it seems really straightforward yeah in terms of what you got to do with it yeah i suppose at the point where it gets too popular and decides not to end <laughs> you have a problem yeah but i don't get how something with that title can get fucked up because it really seems like you have a solid out anytime yeah. you need it and that's how I met her. Am I like yeah. it's it's wild how that is getting yeah, well. raked over the coals over I'm like I I I wanna know how you fuck that up. I really do. I'm legit curious. Anyway, um Man. Softball of a fucking title. So the story is is that George R. R. Martin, aka Grimm, uh has been talking and uh, in addition to that Winds of Winter story about him going to New Zealand, there's the also... I sent you how you fuck it up on your phone. Spoilers about how the yeah. ending of... 
Wow, this show's garbage. <laughs> How I Met Your Mother sucks. <laughs> Whoa, that's so stupid. What a terrible show. Oh my God, what is wrong with anyone that likes this thing? What a piece of shit. Yeah, I know. That's, wow. <laughs> wow, that's bad. That's super. Mm. Wow. Okay. I didn't. Well, I didn't know. <laughs> it's really bad, huh? All right. Okay. How? Oof. Nine seasons. Eight. Nine. Thirteen. Uh, a lot. Anyway. So, um, the uh, news is that uh, uh, George R. R. Martin talked about how he. Uh, <laughs> People are dying for it. Dying. No, don't do it. Come all on. Right. Let all them right. Let them look it up themselves. No, yeah, find out. Yeah. There have all been right. documentaries made on how bad the ending was. Really? No. Okay. But there have been, well, YouTube documentaries. Okay. All right. There's right. a YouTube documentary on your fucking left nut at this point. It is the standout. Uh, there's a, a blog post that George R. R. Martin made where he's talking about how busy he was and what he was up to. Yeah. And I remember reading this in which he said, I consulted on a game out of Japan. Uh, was the was the exact phrase? I remember that. Yes. So the story goes: uh, George R. R. Martin consulted on a game developed in Japan back in March. A YouTube channel, Spawnwave, published a video discussing a rumor spreading uh, about the next project from Dark Souls and Bloodborne developer From Software, which is stated to be an open world title. Title, which Grimm is one of the lead writers with various kingdoms to visit and an ability to obtain from killing the leaders of those kingdoms. Uh, Supposedly the name is Great Rune. A person familiar with the ongoings of FromSoft has told Gematsu that the project, said to be known internally as Great Rune, uh, or GR. (laughs) Um, You get it? Get it, you fucks? I don't know about I well this is this just refers to GR. I don't know yeah. about the the other wording. I've but. seen the I've seen the name Great Rune floating around. I don't know where it came from though. Okay. Uh it's been in development for 3 years and it's a supposedly an open world title with horse riding in collaboration between Miyazaki and George RR uh, published by Bandai Namco to be officially announced at E3 2019. Yo, that'd be dope. We have not been able to confirm or verify this information. But we've shared what we've heard in light of his blog. You know what'd be great if From Software made an open world game in which one of the kingdoms was the horse dudes, Dothraki. Yeah, no, the the both Raku. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I mean, yeah, you know what would be a great console to play this video game on? What's that? Your Game of Thrones Xbox. Yeah, I would, wouldn't I? Branded with the logos and yeah. everything as as we saw. Laughed about last, no, two weeks two ago. Two weeks ago. So. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Game of Souls? Yeah, I mean, oh, that'd be that no. They're not. It's not going to be named anything like Game of Thrones. No, I'm no. I'm I'm saying it as in the you know, derivative sense. I hope they I I hope they go back to the naming convention of having souls in the title. I actually really like it. I directly pointed to the fight in the final uh season that was a Dark Souls boss fight. Yeah. It happened. It yeah. was there. Mhm. You know. You could do it. 
Uh, it's kind of nuts, too, to think that, like, a studio and a team and a director inspired by Berserk <laughs> are now swinging all the way around uh, into... It's really weird. ...working with someone like George R.R. R. Martin. Now, that being said, Miyazaki's grandest inspiration for the Soul series was his childhood reading English fantasy novels that he couldn't quite understand. Mm -hmm. So they left gaps in his understanding of what the story was actually about, which is why the Dark Souls series is so vague. What better writer to team up with than one whose story has big motherfucking gaps in it because it's not done? George R. R. Martin can write the best gap-filled story. He's been writing one for decades. Mm -hmm. A Song of Souls. There you go. You did it. You did it. I sure did. We need to get a fucking Berserk game. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Just do it. Say it takes place between the... take. Say it takes place on a boat chapter that we just didn't see. And that's the whole cast is there. And he's got the armor... And he, they took a pit stop on an island. Done. done. It's done. Okay. The clear winner is A Song of Souls, but I got to give it up to the runner-up, uh, Souls of Ice and Fire. Ah, it's not as good, ah, but it's pretty all right. It, no, Song of Souls is the winner. Yeah. You don't need to keep trying. Yeah, it was done. What other news we got? You know what else isn't is speaking of not done? Gah. I'm not oh, even, not even sure what sound effect that was. Sonic the Hedgehog live action movie delayed to February fourteenth, Valentine's can, Day, twenty twenty. I can only think the reason that this was actually delayed is they got back from the VFX team. And it's like no matter how hard we crunch, we are not going to be able to do what you guys want by this time. But 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 the tweet from the director said. Thank you for your support and criticism. The message is loud and clear. You aren't happy with the design, and it won't. Uh, and you want change. It's going to happen. Everyone at Paramount and Sega are fully committed to da 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 da. Uh, taking a little more time to make Sonic just right, uh, and then you got a picture with the new date and a glove on the hand. Important to note: glove. Glove is now on the Sonic hand. Glove confirmed. And uh, a little asterisk at the bottom saying, no VFX artists were harmed in the making of this movie. Yes. So they specifically were saying that no crunch and no karoshi. No karoshi. Uh, no karoshi. Oh. There's a follow-up little piece to this story. So people were looking at the um, at the glove and the arm. And they were also looking at the art of a man named Tyson Hesse. I believe he's an American comic artist. Who that? Uh, he is the creator of Diesel from Boom Comics. Oh my god! Yeah, okay. He's the director of Sonic Mania Adventures. Okay, etc. Well, if you went to his Twitter, you would notice that he retweeted the Sonic announcement, and people noticed similarities between the arm on that and prior Sonic movie art he had drawn himself. Going, hey, look. I think it should look like this. And when people started going, are you fucking working on this now? He posted this fucking image of Tony Stark at the ending of Iron Man 1. Right before he says, I am Iron Man. Yeah. So it looks like they brought this bro on 
as yeah here's the painting i'm describing of the the sonic movie from a while ago looks like they brought in tyson as some kind of consultant or possible visual effects director what or something the what Where, let me see i'm look, looking at his twitter now uh and look at the photo of robert downey jr there. yeah but where's the where's the sonic related stuff that he oh that was from a while back oh. like the art and then people started going hey are you working on this and in comes the i am iron man shot from Iron Man 1. Apropos of nothing. So he was brought in it's, to save... It seems like he was brought in to save the visual identity of this movie. Wow. And that, and if they're going to lengths of that, that's top to bottom. Redesign. Yeah, they're not going to... You can't do that by the time the shit needs to come out. So we're now in this weird state of like, they're going to save the Sonic movie by making Sonic look like Sonic, but the movie's still going to be fucking awful. It's still going to be terrible. It's oh, going to have a good looking Sonic in it. I mean, that, that goes without saying. Of course. I know, but it's like... You can't escape cringe with a makeover. But now I'm like, I kind of want it to be more cringe. You're going to get all the cringe you can eat. Really? Are you sure? I can eat some cringe. You see fucking James Marsden? I did. Sitting in that chair? I did. Just like he did years prior? With a similar rabbit <laughs> movie or whatever the fuck? It, like, Hop, I think it's called. Shit's, get, shit's locked in. I see it. I've seen it. Well, anyway. um, So, that is Valentine's Day 2020. Coming way... I know how I'll be spending that Valentine's Day. At the Sonic movie. Not even joking. Yeah. If I if I suggest any other plans, I will get shot down for sure. <laughs> or just shot. Yeah, possibly. And as we all remember, Pat hates getting shot. Now, you don't have to wait for Valentine's Day, however, mm -hmm. to get your hands on Lethal League Blaze. Because it's coming to the PS4 and the Switch. Oh, good. That's a good game. In September. And... Uh... Yeah, I mean, for after we've been we've been kind of looking at that PC version for a minute. It's good. Yes, but finally getting ported. Four players, extra characters, all the stuff that basically was in development over time. Because when we took a look at it, all the characters were not out yet. Yeah, it was early. Uh, and this is going to be coming fresh with all of that shit and um, a bunch of what sounds like possibly new things. Good being added to it so fuck yeah just wanted to push and pump lethal league blaze once again for those who uh managed to somehow dodge this on steam uh grab it for consoles because it's rad its styles are awesome and of course uh team reptile and hideki naganuma just two fucking stylish two great styles that taste great together doing the thing nailed it ain't nothing like a funky beat that's it Music in that game is so fucking good. Uh, I, you, found it kind of interesting, actually. Ah, uh, uh, that um. So in addition to the so like that's coming to the Switch and PS4. Yeah. Also coming to Switch and PS4. Um. Dead Cells with a new update. Uh After uh. What's the date on that? A big new update from Motion Twin, Rise of the Giant, adding uh, 10 that's, new... 
Adding old. 10 new weapons. This? Rise of the Giant? Yeah, that came out months ago. Hmm. Well, I guess this is the console update. Ah, then. yeah. No, Rise of the Giant came out a long time ago. Then I then I kind of, I guess, wasn't paying as close attention because uh, it mentions a bunch of new weapons and items. And yeah, no. It's and a- such. Okay. Well, it's not that new. Yeah, when I streamed Dead Cells a couple months ago, that was right after the Rise of the Giant update came out. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I guess good news for console people that are behind then. Yeah, and the slow zone idiots for losers. All right. Well, search to anybody? Hopefully. Closed beta applications open. Only 50 users will be accepted. What? Only 50 That's users closed. will be accepted. That's closed as fuck. Yeah. So the surge two is happening. They've been working on it for a while now, and they've reached a stage which they'd like to gather some feedback. So only fifty players. I don't will think be that's a good idea. Accepted. What if all fifty are dumb assholes? Well, you can apply, and they will choose the only the dumbest assholes. You know, submit an IQ test. Yeah, and then they go to the bottom of that list. That's wild. I mean, shit, like, that's a very easy group of people to have zero effective testers on. Yeah. But I guess that's, I guess they, they, I guess though they're looking for just play. Does this shit suck? They're looking for play testing as opposed to like. What boss does everybody get stuck on? Yeah. yeah. You know, they just want to, and, and, oh, a really quick sort of play test yeah. experience. Uh, yeah, kind of nuts, but I guess they, uh, they're saying that that is going to be out at some point this year. Cool. So this is still is, this is dated for 2019. How much feedback can they possibly implement? That's a good question. <laughs> like, uh. Focus Home Interactive. We don't know. We don't know. Well, uh, or rather, Deck 13 Interactive. Uh, you said um, first you, one's pretty good for a while, and but you never you never beat it, right? Yeah, you get to about halfway through, and the enemy designs change and become very unfun to fight. Well, what I want to know about it more than anything is what does end game I have no idea build look like? Absolutely no, you idea. know, like how much you look like a transformer? I think. Do you do you go from like diesel diesel souls fucking like broken garage parts to still broken garage parts, but like a full suit that does I crazy you shit? Do, but I'm not certain. You know, that's that's the only question I have. Like, what does the full set the full set look like in this game, and how much can you do? Um, are you ever just whooping out a gun? No. Okay. Uh, this fucking blast from the past. Remember Rune? So the Viking game. Yeah. Okay. Made on the I can't Quake believe I engine, do it. or was it Unreal? I forget. It was I, one of those two. Dude, I remember the box art has a Viking with an axe on it, and that's pretty much the extent of my memory. It was really fun. Was it? Yes. Okay. Played a bunch of multiplayer with my brother, a, a, a fucking rune, uh, back in the day, I remember, because it was like, oh, it's like a shooter. It's like, it's like, it's like everyone was playing first-person shooters at the time, and I'm like, I want that, but I want third-person and melee. And that's what rune was. I'm like, awesome. You should play Chivalry or... More I know. Cow. Oh yeah, I I did. I know chivalry. Yeah, chivalry's this fucking shit. I love chivalry. It was really yeah 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 yeah. So, but at the time, I was like, give me this with uh, where I can see my body and where I'm. It's not guns. And eventually, we got Rune, and uh, they've been working on Rune Ragnarok. Really? But now it's called Rune Two. Okay. And this summer, apparently, that shit's coming out. Cool. From Human Head. 
So, uh, wait, human heads still exist? Yeah, I know. That's I thought Bethesda the, killed yeah, them. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how or why, but it might just be a zombie human head. It might be, which but, would be appropriate. But either way, um, it's an epic hey. game. It's an epic game store thing. Oh, of course. So, mer, what you gonna what? But yeah, uh, this was this was uh, okay. Here we go. It was originally um, in early access on Steam in September 2018, but then it got canceled to secure additional funding, which came from the Epic Game Store. And now it's yeah. getting released there as Rune Two. Yeah. Well. yeah. Uh, Rune was the shit, man. I gotta say, like, uh, this coming back after all this time, like, I'm, I'm curious to see if it's at all what it used to be. It was, it was one of, it it basically was like, it's the, the kind of stuff that Bid for Power got me excited for, you know, like the speed of Quake and Unreal, but just in, in a fucking, in an arena setting, you know, and like having, again, the chivalry style, like, Different blocks when you get a run up to somebody. Different types of parries. Different stand things. Can't, blah. Different ways to engage melee was very fun, and um, yeah, I just I didn't know how popular it was. Slash, I didn't know if anyone else really cared about it though. I feel like my brother and I kind of just spent some time with it, but we didn't really. Up until this moment, I had never known a single person who had played it. Okay. I'm surprised. Then I'm I'm surprised you even know what I'm talking about. To be uh, honest, I saw it, the box on a shelf once. Dude, I've talked about Die by the Sword. Like yeah, you should know. know what kind of PC games I was looking yeah. for, by <laughs> by just by putting the two and two together. There, you know, um, and and uh, that other dragon game with the with the redhead girl. I forget, but anyway, Rune Two. Uh, I guess we're out of news that anyone gives a shit about. So we All can right, go then. into the letters. Hey, if you want to send a, a letter, first of all, type it into an email. Then send it to castlesuperbeastmail at gmail.com. That's castlesuperbeastmail at gmail.com. And your letter may be read on the air and answered either seriously or sarcastically. No promises. No promises to any of that shit. Uh, we'll take our first one to talk about... Something that could have been a news story, but might as well be an, an email. Fuck it. What do we got? Hitboxes and the FGC. Okay. You heard a little bit about this? <sighs> I hear th- some things, but I want to be clear before I say anything. Uh, I mean, the short of it is Daigo has been practicing on a hitbox. Right. Uh, and he's been practicing on a gaffro box. I'm not familiar with that. Uh, so it's a different product. Okay. Uh, and it has a different... Um, it's like it's it's got a different uh, uh, PCB inside of it, sure, and it handles uh, it handles things the, the button placement and size a little bit differently. All right, um, so greet we got this coming in from some guy in North Carolina. It says greetings, Super Beast Cast. Had some thoughts about the FGC related happenings, and I just wanted to write in and share perspective from someone who's loved fighting games over a decade but always struggled to get good. I bought an MVC3 Mad Cat stick on release and have tried various other sticks since. None worked out due to my wrist being terrible. Yeah. However, a year or two ago, I found something that finally worked for me a hitbox. Once I started thinking of it like a keyboard and a spa- with a spacebar for movement, um, it immediately clicked. Practicing now had visible results, and I even started to enjoy it. I challenged myself to do 100 Tiger Knee Yozan Sens. Uh, a day and managed to clear all of Biken's combo missions except for number 10. 
Lately, I've been thinking about how to track down my local FGC scene and getting more involved. However, the controversy around Combo Breaker and Capcom banning Daigo's custom hitbox, um, there have been a lot of hate surfacing towards hitboxes in general, and now uh, going to my local scene with a quote-unquote cheat box kicks my anxiety into overdrive uh, and has left me pretty discouraged. What are your thoughts on hitboxes? Do you have any general advice for new faces looking to get involved in a local scene? So I didn't know that uh, Capcom banned uh, Daigo's box. From Combo Breaker, they made a ruling uh, where they basically decided that, uh, yeah, he is, his, 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 uh, that, the Gaffer box, Gaffer box was banned. Is it that type or is it that it's custom? Uh, so the thing is that, from what I understand, right, a Gaffer box is like, I mean, at the end of the day, a hitbox like it's there's a company selling it to you right but it still is pretty much something that a group of people are kind of putting together and yeah. you know offering um the gaffro box the main difference and this is a very it's, it gets pretty complicated in terms of inputs um the main thing we've always been concerned about and i remember we were yelling about this a while ago was like some of the earlier ones you could hold two directions at the same time hitbox would always deny would always make sure that was impossible yeah right but you and, could you could fuck with it and that the game would never actually de- detect or uh react to like holding left and right simultaneously yeah. in this way um the way the gaffer box works is it's not actually inputting both directions simultaneously into the game it overrides the last input with the with the, the second to last input with the last input. Oh, sure, that makes sense. So if you're holding the back button and then you press forward, it's you start. Forward. You're not exactly, and the moment you let go of forward, it reverts to back. Okay, right. That would be really good for charge characters. Yeah, it does. It's really good for Guile, for example. Really, really good. Who Daigo uses. So uh, all this to say that that's effectively the difference. Whereas uh, a hitbox. When you press left and right at the same time, it creates it just goes neutral. Um, the other difference between the two is the uh, hitbox uses uh, thirty millimeter uh, buttons, yeah, and the gaffer box uses uh, sorry other way around. Gaffer box uses thirty millimeters, and the hitbox uses twenty fours, except for In the diameter. Jump. Yeah, it's the yeah. two it's the two button sizes basically. So. Um, but you know, for the most part, these these exist, and uh, I would want it to direct. Like, there's the there's the new story, and then there's this guy's letter. So, to you, sir, uh, I feel that you should not feel discouraged by that at all. Absolutely not. Uh, you should take your hitbox and bring it out and do whatever. And um, I mean, unless someone actually, unless a TO comes up to you and is shitty and tells you you can't use that here, which I severely, strongly doubt you're going to see that happen. Um, just participate and play with it and don't worry about that because this recent sort of thing talk, everyone's talking about, like that has nothing to do with the fact that hitboxes are uh, – have existed for years now and are acceptable peripherals that people use. This- I have friends that literally use them because their wrists were taking damage yes. and they had to switch to a hitbox because an arcade That's stick was no longer viable. That's why Smashbox got created. And it is. Exactly. was a exactly. big over – those getting banned. We had Pedro on our on our show. He for get get into fighting games. He had to switch to a hitbox after a while because he had wrist pain. Yeah. And a lot of people use it as an alternative, not just because of like button preference, but because it's also like a wrist thing. Now there is one. There's thing. There's nothing wrong with taking your hitbox out to your locals, and you should not feel bad or have anyone make you feel bad for doing that. This one though, the what, gaff gaffo gaffro box gaffro. The way that you describe those inputs. Does sound like a genuine advantage. Now, I the thing is, is I honestly don't 
have enough full of uh, like enough info of the specifics mm-hmm. of exactly how well, what, what they I mean, differ. But what that's I mean, what I read in the short Japanese I mean translation is, summary is that, of it. Like the whole idea behind regulation, anything in a sport or yeah. competition, is that nobody has an undue advantage over somebody else, yeah. right? Hitbox is uh, was kind of murky, but everyone kind of once the the hitbox the company itself made sure that the the boxes were legit everyone kind of settled but you can make your own custom stick right but the 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 input type that you're describing sounds like it's a way to ignore the time period that you would otherwise have to move a a finger or a hand or whatever yeah to make something instantaneous like actually instantaneous yeah and and, and it makes pianoing it makes pianoing pretty good too as that, well that seems um, like a genuine advantage. And if that is the case, I can absolutely understand banning that specific type. Um, mixed boxes exist as well. That's the one I have over there with the keyboard on it. Yeah, that's, that's for crazy. That's but some people actually like and want that type of thing, right? Oh, um, that reminds me. There was a Final Fantasy fourteen keyboard thing that got announced that you might actually want. Yeah, I saw it. See, every a lot of people. Every time any type of hand peripheral comes out, yeah. everyone sends it to me and says, "This is you." Yeah, nah, it's not. Nah, okay. Um, there's an underlying part of every time I talk about my my configuration. That's right. That gets lost, right? And it's the part where I'm showing you the completed final working product. Yeah, right. You, you're you're. We're not seeing the 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 dozen. I'm attacks. not asking you for help. I'm not asking for your suggestions. I don't need to see the hoary half and half that actually does the opposite effect of putting the mouse over here and putting the hand control. Like, literally, I'm showing you the thing that I have that works, but everyone's like, no, but here's a no, 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 I'm good. So when I put the little thing that says, please don't send me the other peripherals, I know they exist, I'm not interested. (laughs) Here's the problem. Yes. You're not good. Okay. It's upsetting to watch well, you use that abomination. I am sorted out. Now, as somebody you. who has learned to live with it. Sorted. I will tell you, it is straight up upsetting to look at. Sorted. I don't like it. Proper. Proper and sorted, the, mate. And when the UI start go nuts, it's very upsetting. Done. Set it. The UI doesn't go nuts. They fix those. Mm. Game lets you lock it in one or the other. Good, that's good. They should all do that. Honestly. Sorted. Now, um, that being said, uh, I yeah, I feel like this is one of those situations where it calls for a specific type of ruling. Um, and what we need here is what we have here is a giant gray area. It's all very gray because anyone can make their own stick. I've made my own stick and brought it to competitions. And I you, literally like you could have done all sorts of bullshit inside there. Well, it's it's like turning the joystick inputs into buttons is the easiest thing in the world. It's as simple as like taking the wire and from the stick and plugging it into the button. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? Like it's just like it activates the same yeah. thing on on your on your PCB. So like uh Ultimately, when you want to make a ruling on this, I guess, you just you have to get into the nitty-gritty that you were originally ignoring and make a call on what types of um, functionality are banned, yeah. if any. Or, because you can't ban layout, you can't ban button size. Fuck that. You That's can't stupid. ban, you know what I mean? Like, things like that. No, like, you have to ban functionality. 
You have to ban functionality. What, um, what comes built into this thing? Like, hey, this thing has turbo on and you have it on. Turn it the fuck off. Yes. Uh, at the same time, what like what if the stick had like two uh, buttons for like forward so that you can just roll off of them to do a dash? That's weird, actually. Repetition buttons. What if there's a macro button? But it's not a macro. It's the same no, input. But what if there is? Yeah. Right. So that's what I'm saying is you need to make a ruling on what specifics are okay and not okay. Yeah. Uh, especially in a in a thing where historically people have made their own controllers entirely, yeah. and I would make my own hitbox. Like I could. It's it, again. It's it, it's really easy to do. Um, this is super, it super. Need, it needs to be laid down, unsorted. It's too so, so the people who are showing up to play for money mm-hmm. need to know whether or not they're able to use their their control method. Of Traveling choice. to places and so on. Right? Exactly. Alternatively, yeah. if you do, if you want to make it strict, yeah. provide equipment at the thing, and if people complain, tell them to get fucked. Uh, so. But I think the important part of this, because Daigo has done some streams, there's a uh, a couple that went like uh, a big were him talking about. He's like, I can dream again, you know, <laughs> like like because he's doing things that he he didn't uh, pick up with Guile, uh, you know. Yeah. And then there's another one where him and uh, Fudo are just discussing Capcom talking about it. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you just like it's not black and white. And if you are saying it's black and white, like I think you're either. Hey, listen. I I like. Sure, I think you're missing a lot of information on the nature of how sticks function. I, I think. I think you're possibly just riding the wave of of your feelings. Yeah, which is fun, but not actually gonna be something you can write rules based on. Listen, I'm I'm the kind know? of guy who sees uh, many issues in black and white where maybe I shouldn't. This is complicated and weird, mm-hmm. and has a nitty gritty that most people don't even think or know about or care about. But at some level, the technical specifications of a button input are important mm-hmm. if we're talking about, you know, cash prizes. Something I want to add is it's a tan- it's only tangential. We talked last week about Psy Games and the, the fucking Grand Blue shit. How much money could they possibly kick in? People will link me to, like, a giveaway they yeah, had yeah, over the yeah. summer. Crazy money. They're giving away 2 million yen a day for Grand Blue to Fair. random yeah. people. Yeah, exactly. All sorts of, like, fucking Psy, shit. Psy Games is, is rolling in. And apparently, uh, for, I think, League or Dota, there was a prize pool that hit, like, a million. And, like, it changed the scene overnight. Yeah. Um, just because I don't want to let it slide without, uh, <laughs> without at least pointing something out. The whole thing about the the, the, the inputs that I mentioned, yeah. where it like reverts back to one, certain controllers have advantages with certain types of inputs. Oh yeah, totally. no matter what, this has always been the case. I, hey, I play, a, I play, I like to play charge characters. I'm going to use a fucking square gate. A tradi- certainly right. Uh, a tradition, actually, funny enough. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, a square game. I want to put that fucking stick and down back and let it live there. If your game requires uh, middles or neutrals, however, you're going to have a little bit of a, a hard time. Yeah. Now, uh, or a harder time, not yeah. if you practice enough. But uh, so hitboxes, nor- like tr- traditional hitboxes, make 360s easier. They like they they do. There is yeah. less like wrist movement required. There's less overall input required you just roll off of it and it works right um a thumbstick on a ps4 controller will do a 360 easier than uh or 720 easier than you would with a traditional yeah jlf it's trivial so like different input 
sports having advantages and disadvantages is just common. It's, mm. it's normal, right? Like uh, Snake Eyes has that controller that uh, some some student team built for him. It looks like shit, mm. but apparently he likes it quite a bit. And a pad player can't piano. Or if they do, they do it. It's awkward. It's weird. You, if they do, they're doing it in a less efficient way than just the actual role. So, yeah. so the idea of the left-right thing that we brought up earlier sounding like it sounds to you it's like yeah but there's other examples of that oh totally you know but they all have to be taken into account yep yep. and if some things were decided are okay in the past you have to compare them to the things that you want to say are or aren't okay now yeah and it's really complicated and i would hope that capcom and other developers have somebody sit the fuck down and actually really go through this and they won't i'm gonna create a pretzel stick that makes it really easy to do pretzel motions and nigh impossible to do anything else. Hey, what if you make a what if you make a stick out of a out of a pizza box, but the pizza's still in it? Oh, is that fuck. the end? Oh fuck! You got a tasty treat between rounds. <laughs> yeah, insulate that shit. Is that coaching? <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you got room to open it up, because you can open up your sticks now. Yeah, it's not hard. Yeah, you just got to make a little extra room. It's doable easily. Yeah, yeah. easily doable yeah. for sure. Tasty shit. Um, Pizza advantage. Hell yeah. No, man, this is a weird one. This is a weird one. And uh, yeah. It's really complicated. It is. And, uh, you know, I I hope that they, they I hope that they take everything into account when when, when making a ruling on this because uh, I would absolutely hate to see some sort of um, stupid short-sighted ruling where it's kind of like anything that is not made by this tier of company yeah anything that doesn't have a capcom logo on it yeah oh, you shit. know what i mean or whatever like, like peripherals that like your peripheral like or because or just like the entirety of hit hitbox is now a a, a, a known name yeah. because they started as a random group of people putting together yeah. the thing they wanted and then it became a company that started selling it after that but like getting shut down if you're not hoary Capcom Mad or Cats. Mad Cats off yeah. the bat is like bullshit. or Canva or whatever. You know? Yeah, you you can't you can't or you know you can't fucking make rules officially on that. That that would suck. You can do what you want. You can add specs that things need to confer to, but if you said no hitboxes, well, good job. You just killed that company mm-hmm. for and nothing. It, and I'm sure I'm sure there's rulings on um, what type of mouse and keyboard are allowed in. Yeah, probably. You know, uh, FPS and RTS competitions. I think for RTS ones, you just show up and your shit's there and it's standard, depending on like, you know, if it's StarCraft and, and whatnot. But like, but I don't how, know. Much, how much macroing are you allowed to keyboard, you know? Probably none. That's why their APMs are so high, right? Huh. Yeah, I suppose so. Because like, advanced, like, 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 keyboard macro buttons are like full gesture. Oh, yeah, they're full gesture. Three, do the 360 so I can snipe them. CSGO allows zero macros. Okay. There so you go. If you get caught doing a macro, then you got a Mac Go. I fucked that up. That's terrible. If you Next get, email. Come on. If you got caught doing a macro, then you're going to go back row. That's better, but it's still pretty bad. James says, Dare Castle Super Least. Oh, man. With E3 going closer. Who even gives a shit? Um, I made a quick quiz you might like for the five questions of past E3 moments, and the answers are at the bottom, so Wooly can try too. I can do this. What game was set to have battles that actually happened in Japanese history? Genji 2. All right. 
Uh, there were options. It's a multi-choice, but yeah, that's correct. <laughs> Uh, what did Bill Trinan ask when Skyward Sword controls were messed up? Was it A, did someone change the batteries? B, did someone move the sensor bar? Or C, is someone out there using wireless? Wireless. I'm going to say C as well. Was it the wireless? Uh, we'll find out after. Okay. Uh, what console do people boo? Did people boo? The Vita. When Sony said, and the provider will be Verizon I, meaning AT&T. Okay, that's A. Yep. It's the only time it ever happened. How many troops were said to show up in 99 Nights 2? One Mirion. That's that's C. That's correct. <laughs> okay. All right. That's one for one, by the way. Okay. All right. So I, I got mine in earlier. You got yours in now. Yeah. Even No, that is literally what he says. Yes, it is. That's correct. <laughs> he repeats it over and over. And lastly, uh, what word was Todd Howard praised for saying at last year's conference? Was it ass? Was it fuck or shit? I think it was fuck. I think it's I think it's fuck, yeah. I think so. Alright. Well, the answers were uh B Genji 2. Shocker. C is someone out there using wireless. There it is. A Vita. Uh C one Mirian. And is it is it written one million? No, it's okay. a number. Okay. And B, fuck. Yeah, nailed it. Perfect. I've watched a lot of E3 coverage. Here's a bonus one for you. What? Uh, you know what? That's too vague. I was just gonna ask, like, what famous actor uh, went to the Ubisoft show Sloshed, only to realize that has happened like three <laughs> or four times. I, gonna- <laughs> I mean. Jamie Kennedy was the one that did it really bad, uh, and then later it was the the guy, the the community guy. I mean, Aisha Tyler was around. Was she sloshed though, or was she just Aisha Tyler? She might as well have been. Yeah. Um, and I just want to bring up Joel McHale. Joel McHale, that's who I'm talking about. That's him. Yeah. Hey, do you remember the name of the guy who went like this? Do you remember that on Mi- the transitions, Mister Mister? It was Mister something. Uh, Mr. Showtime, Mr. Mr. Ah, uh, I forget. It was Mr. Caffeine. Mr. Caffeine. Mr. Caffeine. You notice that all the really embarrassing ones are almost all Ubisoft? Almost. And then there's the Konami one. The greatest of all. But then there's just the but then there's the the like like hardware manufacturer ones that are all just like people just barfing gross words out. So do you know what uh show I'm actually looking forward to the most this year? Because it's going to be a mess. The PC gaming show. Probably sponsored by Epic as opposed to Devolver or it's going to be a mess. How old is Mr. Caffeine now? What year was that? That's five years ago. Uh-huh. 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 Mr. Caffeine E3? What the fuck were they thinking? 2011, dude. Okay. Oh. That was bad. Some, some listeners were six years old. Damn. When Mr. Caffeine was a thing. Go check that shit out. Go look up Mr. Caffeine on YouTube. It's fucking nuts. 
It's fucking nuts. Yeah, I was that that happened. I was on 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 the on my stream. I was talking about how I remember when YTV had a commercial or had an, a run for like how, naming the Toronto Raptors because I remember when they had a special where it's like, oh my god, I do remember that. Call in to vote on which name you want this team to be, and it was all these like dinosaur names and like scorpions was like one of the others, I think. And then afterwards, like Steph and my friend fucking just came over and were just like. Oh my god, you fucking ancient dinosaur of a human being. You remember the raptors being named? And yeah. I'm like, it was the mid 90s. What's like fuck? 20 years old? Yeah, it was like, again, just like it was like there was totally the mid 90s, but it was just one of those moments of like saying you were around at the in, at the beginning of a sports franchise sounds crazy old compared to anything else. Yeah. Cuz they are they're all from like the black and white ages. I remember this city having a fucking baseball team. Yeah, exactly. Uh, correction. <gasps> Oz. One take books do exist. Dear Wooly, Pat said there was no person with a manuscript or a story in their head. Stories cannot be written in one take. I call bullshit to that as Harlan Ellison proves it can be done. Please read the background section of this link. I, this better not be I Have No Mouth and I Must Ellison scream. showed the first six pages of I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream to Frederick Pohl, who paid him in advance to finish it. He finished this writing the story in a single night in 1966 without making any changes from the first draft. So this guy sent this, or probably this guy, sent this in to me on my stream last Tuesday, to which I replied, You're aware that I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream is a 13-page short story. Totaling less than 10,000 words. Something that, if I had the talent, like, I, Wooly, you went to Sejet. You banged 13 pages out in an hour. Yeah. You I were also, full of shit. I also read the book in about an hour. Yeah, it's not even a book. Well, the story. Right? It's like, whatever. Now, if you want to fucking hit me, apparently Kubla Khan... It's like Khan. is an entire novel mm-hmm. written after a single dream. Okay, it, so every because a bunch and, of these came in and, and is and, unfinished because the guy got interrupted while writing it. Yep. So you, it was based on a dream. So you, uh, they, they all reached you then. Totally. Okay. But like everyone went. Well, I have no mouth and I must scream. Was rec- written in a day. So yeah, it only took like a couple hours to write. It's super short. It's super short. That bugs me because that's people who didn't read it. Right. Telling me who did read it mm. how long it is. Like, ah. You fell from my trap, dumbasses. Non-urgent message from Ed. Hey, Ed, what up, man? This is non-urgent. Dare Chewy and Fuckface. Yo, what's up? Whatever you do, don't get into the Fate series. <laughs> Hold on. We already have enough filthy secondaries shitting up the place. I'd rather my favorite two Canucks weren't among them, especially after that Naoto and Kanji fiasco. With love, Ed. P.S. Wesker doesn't teleport. He just runs fast. Well, I guess I gotta get into fate now. Ed, congratulations. Gate successfully kept. You've held the moat and you filled it with boiling lava. You've lowered, and then uh, you've hi- you've pulled up the drawbridge and locked down the gate. The biggest thing keeps no me- one will ever get in. The biggest thing keeps good me job. from getting into fate is the people that tell me to get into fate. Hmm. They seem like awful bad people. No, the biggest thing from getting from me yes, getting- you. 
The biggest thing from getting for me getting into Fate is that I've been through Tsukihime. I don't know what that is. That's the thing they made before. Okay. So, I'm just uh I had my fill. Yeah. I know what the the vibe is. And to those of you thinking when I said yes you that I was talking about that other person and not you, Fate fan, no, mm-hmm. it was you. Mhm. You specifically. And if you're saying, "Oh, Wooly, do you mean Melty Blood the fighting game?" No. No, no, no. Tsukihime, yeah. as in the original story Melty Blood was based on. So, you know. Cheers. Uh, and let's take a last one from whatever 1,000th random, random asshole, Juice Joseph. Okay. See, sometimes I see the, I see the name of the person emailing from their account, and then you try and figure out what the name you actually want to call them is. Because the name they sometimes want to use is not the name that their account gives. Yeah. So I don't want to be rude to somebody who's hiding their identity. Yeah, you want to say Joey <coughs> Jam Jams, and it's not Joey Bobloy, and so on, until you read it, and then it's some nonsense like this one was. But... All right, let's let's read this nonsense. Um. Okay, dear walking cardiologist nightmares. Got it. I imagine Willie might have done this on his own already, but first, here's on the slim chance you didn't, here's the X-Act and Max-Act sound effects for you to use. Oh, cool. I've been using them as my uh, text messages, um, mainly X-Act, because it's not realistic for me to hear Max-Act multiple times. (laughs) It's pretty good. Uh, Anyways, maybe in return, I can get you to read some stuff in Spanish badly. No, I won't give you the translations. I'll just let other people tell you what they said. I'm not doing that. Not doing it. I promise no dead memes on Wooly's part, though. No. No? No. Fuck that. Read things out you don't understand? What could go wrong? I think we have enough of an understanding of Latin to... Uh, Nope. Latin-based languages. You enjoy getting on the news, buddy. (laughs) Okay. Well, my section says... A mí me gustan los personajes... Personajes que boxean con estilo. Los niños bueno rosados y acostar en basura para chistes en mi canal. Si gustarían más de eso, revisen mi canal Wooly Versus. Si estaban esperando algo de un pantano o un hoyo, se puedan ir a la mierda. There we go. Ay, caramba. No giving up midways because it's too hard and we don't speak the language and it sounds bad. Anyway, that's why it's entertaining for us native speakers. Be a good sport and do it with farts from Juice Joseph. Sorry, Juice. Not going to do it. All right. Well... With that, uh, we should wrap it up because apparently my balls are too heavy <laughs> and big for this podcast to continue. Your, your section was there and at a glance. Whatever, man. You can have your heated Spanish gamer moment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, highlight reels. <laughs> Fuck. Damn. Just like, like, like front page of the newspaper in various countries the next day. Yeah. Man declares war. He on said all. what? Yeah. Um. I was going out for tacos later too. 
Well, anyway. tacos? I always, I don't, ta- I say taco, taco. How do you, ta- is it taco? It is ta- I ta- ta- I, ta- I taco. I thought it was taco. Yeah. Should I be saying taco? Yeah, taco. Because ta- I always, I've always said Having ta- said, I should not. Taco. I should not joke on someone's pronunciation considering the fucking word salad that comes out of my face. I have a friend named Paco. We oh, call him okay. Paco. You know, so I, I think taco, Paco. You going out with Paco to get some tacos? I don't say Paco, so I wouldn't necessarily say taco. I don't know. What about Thaco? Thaco. Yeah. Yeah. I don't say Thaco. <laughs> <laughs> but Min corrected me on it as well yesterday when he's like, he's like, he's like, why'd you say, why'd you say Taco? I was like, because it's T-A-C-O. Taco. No? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I have like been a prolific language-based asshole forever. Crazy for, Taco. <laughs> where I get so mad when words don't follow what I interpret to be the correct pronunciation. Yeah, but we're also Canadian. So, like... In J- France. Like, J in in Spanish being like a ya, right? Yeah. Or a ha. Huh, yeah. Right? Makes me nuts. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, just put H there! Do you know how to spell? Yeah. And then people are like, you're an idiot. I'm like, okay, maybe. But it makes me feel dumb because you you... This is how self-centered it is in my mind. Why'd you mix the letters around to make me look stupid when I said it? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Um, God, uh, is, was anyone in the stream around when, uh, no, they were when all, yesterday all. when Min mispronounced the word? Because he mispronounced a really obvious word. And, like, I, I, it's funny because I, I talked about how I'm, like, I'm playing like, all these games with people with huge French accents. I, it cracks me the fuck up so that I, everyone on your fucking channel has this super th- Thick accent. So everyone who expect who like gives us shit about our English like occasional missteps. May I pr- may I show you Mr. Volta base? Yeah, he's, like you're like <laughs> like yeah, and pour the fucking molasses and try to listen to you know. But um, there was a word he said uh, <laughs> that like I was like, why would you say it that way? And like it made perfect sense in the where it was like. It was the it was one of those exceptions where um oh yeah margarine thank you how, thank how do you say it so he said margarine. margarine yeah of course he did. right and I was like Min why the fuck would you say margarine then the real answer is why the fuck would we say margarine and he's like wait why is it margarine and I'm like because that's how it's always been said it's the, the soft G and he's like why is it not a hard G and I'm like I, I don't I, know. I don't know and he's like why. Because English is stupid. That's no, why. Because I'm like, he's like, he, and he's like, name me one other word in English where G follows an A, or G, uh, a follows a G where it's uh, not a hard G. And I can't think of fucking one. I can't think one. of one. There, is, there isn't. I don't think, I think, I literally don't think there's a single letter, a single word where you use a G followed by an A and it's a soft G See, except Eng- for margarine. English is like the almost de facto uh, de facto lingua franca now of the world. It becomes the the second language that most people learn. But there's something about English that everyone needs to know. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. And its phonetics are total garbage. There is no yeah. link yeah. between how things are spelled in English yeah. and how they're actually pronounced. It's it, it's really weird. And then we started getting into the difficulties of like, yeah, but at least we don't have gendered Tables and chairs. Fair enough. So that shit gets that shit really is dumb. Super weird and confusing. Yeah. yeah. Um. It's it's a net. It's a byproduct of English absorbing a dozen other yeah. languages into itself. Chat, bless your heart. I understand that it's hard to listen sometimes, but I said a G and then an A after the G, not before. And lasagna doesn't count because that's an Italian word. Yeah. I'm not going to count that. 
It's not even a, and that is a hard G. It's not lasagna. In fact, the G is silent. It's it's, it's a soft G. It's nya, which is oh, actually, it is. Yeah, it's not a. You're right. It's a silent G. Yeah, it's It's not a soft G. It's a GN, which is nya. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Take that. Okay. Algae. 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 Uh oh, that's real. Algae's right. That's right. That's right. Hey, you know what's stupid? Words. Yeah. We should all just talk telepathically. All gay. That's what it looks like. Anyway. Got him. You did. There you go. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. All right. Well, anyway. I Why think... the fuck did you just say magnets, motherfucker? That's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like... Yeah, there's no rhyme or reason right. to most of English. You just got to kind of learn it by here, which sucks. Mm-hmm. And, um, God... Like fucking help anyone out there who has a becherel and knows what it's for, because if you think other languages don't fucking have becherel, it's it's wild that like like these these poor fucking saps don't even understand what it means to have to turn to a passé composé page hey, and learn the differences between that and imperatif. Listen, gang, et passe parfait. You got your. You got your, in your French class, you got your French dictionary, of course. You got your English French dictionary, of course. This is pretty standard for any language, right? Sure. But then you have your becherel. Mm-hmm. The becherel is the verb book, only for verbs. Why? Because verbs in French are fucking bullshit. What is it, 16 fucking tenses? Do you have a fucking becherel around here? Are you going to get a becherel? I believe... I believe. Show me this Becherel. I believe I have one. Oh my goodness. This podcast is going crazy. We're getting academic. I'm going to give it one look. Spanish has it? Nah, it doesn't count. It's not a Becherel. No, I have a mini Robert, though. Oh, okay, that's fine. Remember the mini Robert? I don't. I don't think I had one. Wooly, your dreads are getting into my cans. It's okay. That's your house. Yeah. I got a mini of Robert. This is not quite the Becherel, unfortunately. However, it is la langue française et nom propre. And it's got, yeah, it's basically a proper noun dictionary. Because you can't just have a normal dictionary. No. You have to have a separate dictionary just for proper nouns. And uh. the Becherel was just for conjugation. And that's literally it. It's a dictionary for conjugation of tenses. Yeah. And so a person like me who's a primarily English speaker, they I use passé composé and imparfait. And yeah, I know the other ones I'm using are wrong, but I don't care. I'm just going to bullshit it. Passe parfait, imperatif. Shut up. Shut up with the plus que parfait shit. I want to hear plus, about... Plus, 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 I hate that. I hate that. I don't even know what it meant. More than perfect. In, you, know, you, have, you have the past. You have the perfect past. Perfect tense. The you more have than perfect past. Future. Right? And then you have the imperfect. imperfect and then future. more than perfect. Yeah. It's like these verb tenses sound like video game subtitles. Yeah, yeah. Future imperfect? That's totally fucking video game. Subjunctif. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. 
Yeah, perfect sell. Exactly. More than perfect sell. This, like, you have to understand that you guys have it easy with English. It has a lot of dumb moments and a lot of inconsistent things. And anytime a teacher tells you I before E except after C, you tell tell that teacher to go fuck themselves. That is a bullshit. But, like, learning French is the real fucking struggle. Um... How do I know this? Because everybody that I know who's French language uh, native speaks way better English than I do speak French. There you go. <laughs> Conditionnel simple. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you take something as simple as a, as a je suis tu et il est en nous some is, is whatever, you know. Your six pronouns, yeah. And, and then you just start throwing in the, all these other versions and you modify them and they modify and they modify. But then they just completely morph and throw out all the rules. Uh, and, and now and, you have to say every sentence as if it was one long word. Yeah. Which is my which is the problem Paige has listening to people where she 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 knows a little bit of French, but she knows them as words in a sentence, not like the the, the one word yeah, yeah. fucking It's bullshit. What gender is that chair? Uh Starshais, ch- so it would be a lady Le chaise chair. or la chaise? La chaise. Mais pourquoi c'est là? Parce que la, 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 la chaise est féminine. Mais pourquoi? Chairs are girls. Who decided that? Some bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? The, uh, yeah. Chairs are girls and tits are men. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yet somehow uh, German has a neutral as well. Yeah. To complicate things further. Really? It has, the th- it's has three? three. German Fuck. has three. Yeah. Uh, just before we wrap it up, someone's skating in at the last second. I just like second. to look down and go, they're doing it again. <laughs> it's our, it's literally surrounding us every day that, of our lives. In we the live city in a French majority uh, city and, and province. Yeah. It's a fascinating little island of English out here. Let's close out on some breaking news. Geo- breaking news! Good old games has removed all Telltale games. Ah, it's gone, yeah. What's up with that? Telltale's pulling stock. They're making the deal with the Epic shit, and they're pulling it from everywhere else. Is Epic actually just pulling in? No, Telltale is is pulling it as a result of the deal. The shit's already gone from Steam. You know, it's actually much more interesting. Breaking news: Did you see? Did we talk about good old Galaxy, good old games, Galaxy Two? Ever? No. Do you know what Galaxy Two is? No. It's an Uber launcher for all of your platforms. Whoa. How does that light work from a licensing? It doesn't. You import your shit as apps, and it will categorize them and update them as it would. And it just takes over? It should, yeah. Are they allowed? Yes. there's all Those already exist in numerous forms. Okay. But the good old games are going to give it a shot. So hopefully they do a good shot, because that would be very nice. That you, would be amazing. And that's smart, because that gets everybody on the galaxy store where good old game sells things galaxy brain launcher and now i can get the galaxy oh wow that's really smart that's really smart um so telltale's games are just dropping off of yeah stores you want to buy them go buy them on the fucking epic store or physically yeah yikes you can't stop physical oh fuck okay so actually i need to go buy (laughs) come to think of it I probably need to go buy um, Guardians. I didn't buy that one. Eh, you're fine. I, I might, I might take. I want to take a look. I want to know. Eh. I want to know. All right.
Yeah, let's let's call it there. Okay, let's call it there. Goodbye, hey, check everybody. Check out Wooly at Wooly versus check out me at Angry's Pat. Pat. Okay, bye everybody. See ya. Okay.